Hello and welcome to episode 104 of the Mature Gamer Podcast. I'm Kev, and with me this week we have Sheepdog and Bouncy. Hello, say hello, boys and girls. Hello, everyone. Hello. No girls then. No. No. And it's poorly. Apparently. Yeah. It's no game sickness that she's suffering from. <laughs> when I came in today, all I saw was a head sticking out of a sofa, all, all black otherwise. <laughs> Seven. <laughs> <laughs> it was like she was wearing all black, like she was in mourning, with yeah. a black laptop on her lap, on a black sofa, and all you could see was her head. She is mourning the lack of games that exist. I had to buy Rise and Need for Speed for her this evening to stop her moaning about having no games to play. It's brilliant, Bouncy. I was standing in the doorway while Kev was in the kitchen and she was in the living room and she went, I can't believe you won't get me Need for Speed. As she's moaning about him not getting it for her, he's in the other room going to me, she hasn't asked me for it, not even once. <laughs> she hasn't even mentioned she wants that game. <laughs> and they're both just moaning about each other either side while I'm standing in the middle of the doorway thinking this must be what it's like to have like divorced parents or something. <laughs> constantly. But um, yeah, she's got it coming now, hasn't she? She's had it coming for a while. <laughs> uh, uh, um, Bouncy? Yes. Guess what we're doing later in the show? Well, I would imagine uh, it would be you'd take the fun out of Steve, and Steve would then take it out on me, as he is wont to do. I am wont to do that, yes. Yeah. What's taking the fun out of someone? The Mickey, I guess, or just drawing the fun out of I mean, we take the fun out of his jokes, I guess, but uh, not getting yeah. them. You take the joy out of my life. Yeah, yeah. That, that brings us joy and other people. Yeah. Exactly. That's what I say. It's a vicious cycle that is also a circle of pleasure, isn't it? It's like one of Dante's rings. Well, <laughs> You're in addition to Dante's all of that, Leave him alone. Um, we've got a selection of Call of Duty Ghost Blankies to give away. Uh, I think they're this. referred to as scarves in the trade. Well, but... I'm using mine as a blankie. I've claimed one of these for myself. Who are these from? Game keys now. Excellent. They've sent us a big bag full of them. And there's two less in there than there would have been because me and Steve have both had one because neither of us have a blankie, or we didn't (laughs) until now. I actually, the only reason I opened one was because I put it on to get in the car so you go, what the hell are you wearing? You're like a right idiot. That's exactly what my wife said, but she saw me wearing it. She just shook her heads at me. She just one head. She shook it at me. Um, It said I looked a bit, um, yeah, and... That was that, but uh, then Kev <laughs> yeah, just didn't even yeah. <laughs> didn't even acknowledge that I was wearing. I'm used it. to you wearing unusual yeah, items. You are. Um, so I know all of your clothes are given to you free by people who sponsor us, so that you could be wearing anything. <laughs> so when I um, wouldn't put it back on to let you take a picture because I don't want that on the internet, me looking a bit mm, with a scarf on. Um, you've had to open one now, haven't you, and start spelling pictures? Mm. You like, got a very warm neck over there. The thing warm. is, once I took it off, I missed it. I thought, oh, my neck feels naked now. Yeah, I so, might wear um, this from now on. Just so yeah, Call of Duty blankies. Yeah. That's the way forward. How are we going to give them away? What's the challenge? Um, first eight people to knock on my front door. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> Gav will be round in seconds and then Gaz. Um, um, uh, if you want to, because I sort of, it's Chris Cook, who's Blue Wolf on uh, Twitter. Um, he works for Games Game Keys now, so he sort of said he'll, he'll work with the show now and again if he can pass stuff on, as long as we mention the site now and again in return, he'll give us prizes. So that's quite a nice little deal. Um, if you want to follow him at all, they're at GameKeys now on Twitter. Um, yeah, and you can win one by sending us a picture of your current blankie. And the best <laughs> eight pictures um, will win a Call of Duty blankie. It does, it, it, it's big enough, isn't it? Kev did a video of this is how long it will take for it to, for me to pull it over my own head, and he just was there pulling it for. That might be my Vine it. debut. If I can work out how to put that, on, do I have to? 
do it in the Vine app straight away. I, I can't use a pre-recorded video. I'm still out of touch with Vine. Bounce, you know about Vine. You can, you can, you can just shoot live. And yep, then... I don't want to shoot live. I've already done the video. I've sent it to you already. You've watched it. You can't Vine that. Oh. Unless what you film st- it, oh. unless you use your phone to film another phone, <laughs> no, <laughs> film the video. takes the joy out of it, doesn't no, it? Just do it I'll again. Just do another one. I'm pretty yeah. sure you can reperform that. You know, what? Uh, you know, I think you can channel the you from 20 minutes ago if you just what's, sort of breathe in. You know, what's really starting to grind me this evening, Kev? Right, We're, we've got these scarves from Game Keys now. Right? Yeah. If you had even the slightest amount of enthusiasm they had when they were sat in that business meeting thinking, right, we've got a business, what are we going to sell Game Keys? When do people want them now? What should we call it, Game Keys now? Let's get this site going. Instead of you sitting there going, well, I want to put this on Vine. Yeah, you don't want to make another video, though. That seems a lot of effort. It's seven mm. seconds of your life, Kev, for the enjoyment of the masses. But you then I've got it. Oh, it's such a cold neck if I have to remove it. What, what if what if Steve shoots it and you just have to sit there and, and look? I just have to sit here and pull a blanket off my face. I can live in that world. You're presuming yeah. I want to do anything you, there, really. What you need to do is, is Steve points his camera at you and you pull it off slowly in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. I'm in position. I'm going to do this while the video's playing. I'm not video, not video. <laughs> Jingle. <laughs> I had to lift that up so I can talk to you. Hold on, get the blanket off my face for a minute. You look like an idiot. So do you. <laughs> so, Sheepdog, what have you been playing this week then, little fella? Uh, I've actually completed one game and got very, very, very close to completing a second game this week. Um, which is frustrating, really, because there isn't anything about January that involves completing games. Um... So yeah, New Super Mario Brothers 2 on the 3DS, job done. I've even done all the little extra worlds as well. Uh, I think there's still plenty of bits I can do. I think there's Star World, I need to get like bloody 90 coins. And it doesn't tell you that early on when you're spending them on visiting pointless extra live house things. Um, I'm throwing the coins around willy-nilly when it's asking me for five of them. And I'm thinking, yeah, I've got 50. Now I've got 20 and I'm at the end of the game and it's saying you need 90 to pass through here. I've got a whole mountain of work to do. So if you're ever playing that game, don't spend any coins ever, like the big coins, because at the end you need them to go into the Star World. So I've got to sit there and play loads of levels now. But, um, I mean, it's, it's a fun game. The last boss wasn't as hard as I expected it to be. I kind of thought it was hard the first few times I tried it, because I got on the bus. But um, yeah, you're just kind of jumping up platforms, avoiding being punched. If you stand still too long and get punched, other than that, you're right. Did you get 10 seconds away from finishing the game and then just close your DS and save that for your four in February? No, that's what I'm just... I said a second ago, I wish I had. Because I've done... <laughs> um, the next game I'm talking about is Lego Marvel. In a minute, I'm right near the end of that, and I was, I was thinking, shall I leave it to the end of... Like, you might as well have done. I've bought it now. Yeah, I know, I saw. But, um, yeah, New Super Mario Brothers 2. Excellent game on the 3DS. A few people tell me they haven't tried it. Try it. It's brilliant. It's quite easy to kind of not have to worry about dying and getting game over, because I ended up with 150 lives on the final boss. Um, and I just thought there's no chance of going to lose here. And I did it. It's the first time in years I've completed a Mario game, really, other than the Mario Galaxy ones, which has been more of a side-squally one. Um, normally they're impossible, but I've done it. Uh, Lego Marvel Super Heroes on the PS4. Um, yeah, I noticed you bought it. I felt a bit guilty when you'd said you had, but mm. I thought sod it. I bought the game for myself, not to play it really quick so you could borrow it. Well, um, that's how you should buy games in future, on that basis. I started it. Yesterday, I was on 9%, and suddenly I'm right near the end, and I'm thinking, I can't, because someone told me 22% is the full story done. But I was on 9% when I started, and four hours later, I was on, apparently I've got one level to go, and I'll finish it. I'm thinking, I can't have played, 
like 12% in four hours or three hours or it was playing it. But I'm loving it at the moment that I'll press share and it tweets everyone saying I'm on, uh, I'm on Twitch all of a sudden. And I end up with a good 20 people watching me play that. I said I was going to go to bed and people were saying, no, you're right near the end of the game. Just stay up late and complete it. And I was thinking, I've got work in the morning. I can't do that. But um, I still haven't, I don't know if it's just me being a plunker, but where do I go in this game to change the characters in my party to go and do the levels or can I not do that till after the game's completed? As in to go in free play? Yeah. So if I'm going in uh, free play, you, do I yeah. have to... Basically, if you push, I think it's, is it back to bring up the map? I don't know. Uh, whichever button is to bring up the map, right? And then you can find all the level icons. You click level and it'll just say free play and then you'll choose characters from there. Right. If you want to choose them, what, change why you're in the level uh, or in like the hub world, you can do it on the deck of the helicarrier. There's like that blue machine. You can go and do it there. Or you can do it any of the, on the map again, the little kind of green circles. Can I play as bad guys in this? Yes. Oh, what? And, uh, and then when you've completed the game, you have complete free reign to change all the characters all the time, wherever you are, just by holding yellow. Oh, crack a lacking. So I'm just going to, um, I'll complete that at the weekend. Sunday's my plan. Uh, I've already told people who are watching me Twitch the other day that I'm going to play it Sunday night. We'll try and get it done. And then I'll just float around doing all the extra bits, I guess. And I'm, is it really difficult to get 100% on this? I haven't yet. Oh, I don't think I'm bothered. It's I was going to make that my challenge big, in February. a big game. But, um, um, but yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm so tempted to just not touch it for seven days and then just completely on the first of February be like oh one down four to go whatever we do do it but um see I thought four in February was supposed to be games that have been on your pile of shame and you should finish not games that you're strategically placing well this is because Kev said to me earlier oh have you picked your four for February and I said no because I don't really know uh, you know I don't know what I want to play in a week's time I always change what I want to play yeah, you don't understand the rules. We'll get on to this when we get yeah. on to our 4th of February but, um, chat later So on. I'm not going to save it, because that's why I, I would have saved Mario if I was saving games. Um, I think I'll have uh, Tearaway on there, because I keep meaning to go back and do it, and I keep not doing it. So um, that might be one of mine for, for 4 in Feb. But yeah, Lego Marvel Super Heroes is an excellent game. Somebody said to me, I've heard it's rubbish. I was like, no, it's absolutely fantastic. It's a brilliant game. I can't get into the Batman 2 one that I've got on the DS... I just can't get into it. But Lego, Lego Marvel, sorry, brilliant. Um, other game I've been playing this week is Zombies Run. I talked about it a little bit on the other show. Earlier. What other show? Uh, Best thing from. How can people listen to that? Uh, on iTunes. Oh, excellent. On, Never yeah, heard of it. Yeah, on Spreaker as well. Best thing from. Or kevinsteve.com. But also, yeah, so uh, Kev mentioned this last week. Um, it tells you a story while you're wandering around. Um, what episode are you on? I only played one, episode one, but <laughs> I was out for, I put it on like, Whatever the longer mode of the two is, hour, yeah. So um, I'm on episode nine now. Anna's up to episode eleven. She's really? been doing two a day. Really nice. It's re- it gets really She's doing good. Half hour though, and then yeah. going out for an hour. Yeah, yeah. It's really good though. I um, I actually found myself when I was coming back from a walk earlier. I still had a little bit of the mission to go, so I just started doing laps of my street waiting for it to finish. <laughs> so I stayed out an extra five minutes longer. Well, she says she doesn't play it in the uh, mob mode. Do you not? Play no, I don't mobs? do that. I, I don't. I can't run. Oh, well, no, because my knee would just buckle under me. And she's got bad knees. And I don't a bad know if it's just checking because I, I don't really get it that much. But I was basically playing it with the mob mode on, which basically means that you'll be doing the story and it'll be saying you've you found this, you found that, um, telling you about like what's gone on and um, telling me to head towards like a, a church or a hospital or whatever, go get medipacks and things like that. And then you, I'm just walking where I'm walking. It's saying, oh yeah, you're getting closer, keep going. 
But every now and again, it would just say, oh, hang on a minute. What's that noise? Oh, I think there's a horde coming. And then it would just suddenly be like, horde approaching 100 meters. And you have to just kind of run for dear life. Um, so I was just wandering the streets of my town, just my village I live in, just walking along at first. And then suddenly it would announce there's a horde approaching and I'd just bomb it down the road with my dog. Um, I think I was creeping out the people that I was walking. Because there's loads of people out just on a Sunday afternoon walk last week. When I, that's when I played. The them. monsters. And, um, and there's me just walking along and suddenly I just turn and run on the spot. I thought, I'm not going to run that way because I live in the opposite direction. And I might be running for a while. I don't want to kind of run miles from home and then be worn out. So I thought I'll turn, I just turned on the spot and legged it for dear life. Surely it's the GPS that is tracking for that, isn't it? It's not just running on the spot isn't going to get the job no, done. No, I, I mean, I, I turned around and ran home. Because oh, okay. I thought if I ran the opposite way to my house and then get worn out, I've got to walk back. You're an idiot. I'm not an idiot. I was being clever. I was already two miles from home. I didn't want to run three miles from home and then have to walk You couldn't run a mile. No, but I want, I want to run all the way, but I didn't want to end up walking three miles. It doesn't make sense. You're just being weird. But, um... Yeah, so I got caught by zombies twice because I didn't really get it. I was running and it's saying zombies 80 metres, zombies 60 metres. So I'm running and I'm running and I'm running. It's saying they're getting closer and they're getting closer and they're getting closer. So I thought, well, I don't really understand it. So I stopped running. I'm looking at the app and I'm thinking, what am I missing? Am I running towards the zombies somehow on this map? And then it says zombies got me. And then uh, after sort of doing that twice, I'm thinking, why do I keep getting caught? I'm running for dear life and the, the, the distance is getting smaller and smaller and smaller. And um, the third time I ran, I just kept running no matter what it said. And when it got to about 10 meters, it said zombies averted. Or something. I think they were a meter away from me and I avoided them because I must have just ran far enough to make it the GPS track, like, I don't know, quarter of a mile or whatever. And it sort of said, oh, I've avoided the zombies. But um, I get the impression you just have to run far enough to not get caught by the whatever number it randomly picks. So it'll tell you when you're safe to stop running. Um, and the third time I just happened to do that. Whereas the other two times I was running, I was running, I was running. And I was thinking, well, this doesn't seem to be responding. It doesn't seem to be noticing how far I'm running at all. It just seems to be getting, you know, the numbers just going down. But yeah, I think it's just a counter. Um, I lost some items though. I was annoyed. When you get caught by the horde, um, it just takes whatever you picked up last off you. You drop it to scare the horde away. So you don't get killed. You just, I dropped some light bulbs I found. Um, that is a traditional way to get away from a zombie. I dropped my sports bra. I was gutted. Aww. I picked up a sports bra, some trousers, and a shirt, and I dropped a goddamn sport. And I thought, well, what am I going to wear now? Outrageous. I'm assuming that your character's a woman in it. Why? Because um, they were talking about Runner 5, the previous Runner 5. The character's uh, just you. She was really attractive and banging on about how, you know, he had a thing for Runner 5. He was like, you can be the new Runner 5 if you like. And I was thinking, well, I am a massive bloke <laughs> it doesn't really work you're talking about this attractive woman who was the old runner five and um, so they call me runner five now and i'm thinking i can't be the new runner five because i'm a fella sorry mate but you can't hear me i'm talking at my phone and you're not responding um but apparently they've released a uh, zombies walk have they Some, uh someone, i just walk with this one i think gaz tweeted you say it's like a if it's a prequel or what but you can build up with it better and you just walk it so once you finish this one you can play zombies walk or whatever it's called and um, just do the other missions to get a bit of extra story out of it. But awesome. they are geniuses. Like we said before, they need to do a fantasy version um, or something like that. And We need to do that. Yeah, we should. I'm going to try and play it without the mob mode, I think, on nights when I'm not... Cause I, when I go for walks, I'm just playing music. When I'm running, I've been putting that on. Um, I wish I had a Spotify sync mode, because I, I haven't got any music on my phone. I use Spotify, so I can't do that. Um, so what, how are you doing it then without any music it's just silent between the bits and then they start talking I was just walking that's along that's rubbish I was just looking around I was just looking around deep in just taking it all in 
being really chilled out, and then suddenly they'd go, hello, runner five, can you hear us? And seems more realistic, really. You don't be wandering through a zombie wasteland listening to rock music, are you? Yeah, but then they, they, they've got, they even talk about the iPod they've got that's got 2,000 songs on, and they just keep playing music for you to keep you occupied while oh, you're I, out I there running they away. Still, yeah, they still act like there's music there. Mm. I've just not got anything in between. It's just silent in between. You sing to yourself. Do you want me to sing to you? If you ring me up on those gaps, I'll <laughs> sing you a song down the phone. Sounds like a plan. For such a thin scarf, this is making me remarkably hot and dry. If I remove this now, look how red my face is. No one else knows that you've been sitting under a scarf for the yeah. last ten minutes. He's had it on his head like it was a Bloody hell, it was hot under there. But um, yeah, there are the three things I've been playing. And I also uh, just want to throw out a message of uh, somebody listening shouldn't be listening and he knows who he is. Um, let's move on. Well, hasn't he got a talk now? No. Oh, it's, it's, it bounces turn, actually, yeah. You mean him. Go on, bouncy. Cheeky, cheeky, cheeky people. Uh, this week, I had an, uh, a message from someone who said, you like you like trading card-related games and things like that. Hearthstone's now in open beta. Why not play that? Was it Vimesy that said that? I can't remember who it was, to be honest. I mean, You're so that... famous now, you can't even remember who's, who's sending you these messages. Can you see a vision like a coat turning? Is that... <laughs> Helping you think at all? I don't know. I don't know what's going on. I think there's a few people mentioned it. Anyway, uh, the reason I haven't done it, for any of those people who mentioned it and I haven't been talking about it, is because this week I was also made aware of X-Men Battle of the Atom on iOS, um, which is essentially trading card collecting X-Men game, very much like the Transformers game that I like, but with a huge X-Men storyline based on the... Battle of the Atom storyline from last year, which I don't know if either of you have read, but essentially it's a bit like Days of Future Past in that future X-Men come back to current day X-Men to say change your ways because it's going to rip a hole in the reality of time. And there's a paradox caused by Cyclops dying. That'll happen briefly. to me one day. Yeah. Oh, Cyclops is the worst X-Men of them all, though. He is, he is. And that's, that's the point. He, ultimately, uh, he kills Charles Xavier. In, in one of the runs of comics, because he's such a knob. Um, so, yeah, so this basically fits on the Jean Grey School for Mutants era comics, and you basically have, because of the, the time thing, you can pull in X-Men variants from all the different potential realities. So you've got, like, World War, or like Wild West era Wolverine, or World War II James Howlett, or, you know, all these different bits that come in. And for that, as a fan service got huge potential the game itself is still very early days um and weirdly while those cuckoos are going off i was just gonna say you, all the characters are brought in by these midwich cuckoo type people as well which is a bit bizarre um but yeah it, it's got huge potential but it's still very early on a lot of these games thrive on being quite big now the two big features that have excited me 20 versus 20 actual player versus player combat and the ability to trade cards with your friends. So if you want to complete a set, because if you get like three boys who are um, students at the academy, they will team up and you'll get an attack bonus because you're putting people into groups. So if you have kind of a certain, like the teaching staff, the faculty staff, so you've got like Mystique, Wolverine and uh, Kitty Pride, for example, they'd also collect together and, and make a stronger team. So that actual trading, as opposed to just spending currency to get good cards, could be quite a cool little side feature. But um, it's getting terrible reviews at the moment, which I don't understand. I don't get why people early on in 
a lot of iOS games these days. You know, if you download something on iOS, that's not usually the end result. It's like, there you go, we'll update this periodically. If you look at The Simpsons Tapped Out when that first came out, it was hideously broken, and yet now it's one of the highest um, profit-making games ever and great fun and really reliable and, and thoroughly consistent. So hopefully, fingers crossed, it will develop well and uh, I can put, plunge some time into it. But next week, I'll Don't try ever after. say plunge on the podcast again. That, I wasn't even really listening to you, and that made me shudder hearing you say that word. Plunge. Oh, horrible. All right. Well, great. Um, so then... What this was that called? I, Sorry, just to check. Because uh, X-Men... Um, I've got it's bloody cool, is it? Bat- Battle of the Atom. Yeah. Cool. I was, I'm concentrating so hard on what I've got to say this week because I'm really tired. It's not It's not very good week. So, Archer's 2DS. Uh, my son, for his birthday, wanted a 2DS. And I said, the 2DS is very good. We'll get you a 2DS. But then my ex-wife went out and bought him a 2DS and stiffed me when it came to buying him a gift. So I was like, Meh. But she still needed me to set it up, so I kind of won back kiddie points on that side of it. Um, so I said to my mother, he's got a 2DS, get him some Nintendo credit, he'll be able to buy a couple of games to put on there as downloads, he won't lose the cartridges, it would be brilliant. Then my mum, being an old woman, went and bought Nintendo points that are only workable on a Wii and a DSi. And Nintendo have no system in place to translate them from one to the other. You just can't do it. You have to buy the games on those systems. You can't just say, well, I'll put this onto the DS and it will equivalence change it, you know, from DSi to 2DS currency. Won't do it. There's not even a website you can go and just change it and redeem it and, and get a code back. It, it's rubbish, frankly, that they're still selling something that most people will buy for a 3DS system because it's incredibly hard to find a DS or a Wii these days in shops. And yet there seem to be a lot of these cards kicking about. Mostly because nobody bought the bloody things. When I had them at Blockbusters, I think we had the same one on the shelf for four years. Mm-hmm. But my mum's now bought him 40 quid's worth. <laughs> so I put them all on an old DSi, downloaded all the Game & Watch games on there, and Plants vs. Zombies and Mario March of the Minis or something like that. And then I had to transfer them from the DSi to the 2DS using the 3DS transfer software which is all right the first time you use it, but when you're going through 10 or 15 games, really tedious, takes far too long, should have been some sort of cable solution, really, there, or use the memory card or something. Um, but he's now got a load of DS-level games on his 2DS, and he really loves it. And the Game & Watch is brilliant on 2DS because it just feels like an old Game & Watch. It's got that same sort of style and feels the same in your hands, which is... Um, Pretty awesome. I've been playing the uh, one we have to run across avoiding tools dropping from the sky. You, know, you don't want your helmet impacted by a tool. And uh, you get from one door to the other and have lots of fun. So he's been playing that all the way through. I obviously had this 2DS in my hand for four or five hours. Hmm. And I, I don't know, part of me really wants one for myself. And I don't know why, because I've See, got I an always Excel. got one, and I thought I won't get a 2DS, because everyone will moan at me that i got the kids' version, I'll get a 3DS. And I'm thinking, everyone's loving the 2DS now. Yeah, I, I think what it is, is it's simplistic design. And there's nothing gimmicky about it, really. The touchscreen is now old hat, that's been done. So you, you don't look at it and think, oh, it's got a touchscreen, that's innovative. And instead, they've just concentrated on making it 
functional and it feels functional and it's tight and it's, it's there's no cracky weird noise when you open and close the lid there's no problems with 3d sliders just suddenly shifting or you know feeling that you're not getting the best from it because you're not playing it in 3d but you don't want to play in 3d because it makes you feel a bit dizzy it doesn't matter all the games are fine you know um but yeah it's a really good little system and i think nintendo played it right by kind of removing the 3ds from market and just having the D- the 3ds xl or the 2ds as like the ultra ends of the spectrum it's quite a good strategy to have because mm. My XL, I really like. I like the bigger screens. But even though it's less portable, really, the 2DS is just nicer to hold. It's not as heavy. I think that might be it. Maybe it's just it's more comfortable for a longer time. But yeah, so if anybody's out there and they're kind of edging towards thinking, I'm going to get my kids one, 100% recommend it. Just make sure you get the right Nintendo credit because it's a ball lake to try and find games the other way around. Um, then this week, now... This is a podcast. When we're talking, it's really good to be visual, right? So I want to picture the scene, okay? There's a young, dashing man by the name of Bouncy. Does he feel like something I can picture? He's sat in a room surrounded by white-tiled rooms. Whoa, slow down. Right? And they're glistening in the early early evening light. This is you sat in the toilet. He's sat on a toilet. There we go. with, With an iPad. <clears throat> and there's a challenge comes through. Look what I've done. I've beaten your high score on Need for Speed Most Wanted. <laughs> after one race. <laughs> so thank you, Kevin. In the, in the duration of time it took me to finish being on toilet. Bear in mind, I wasn't doing anything other than reading the iPad at this point. I then sat You're there. Just for, out of chairs in your house. I before. sat there for 40 minutes waiting for Need for Speed to download. So and you then, had your iPad and your Vita with you in the toilet? I had my jacket with me in the toilet. I didn't... Because <laughs> <laughs> that's a bit in, weird. I came in from work, and I needed the loo real bad, because I hadn't been all day. And you know me, when I go, like I go. Like a camel, and yeah. I, and then that's it for the rest of the day. So I'll sit there, I'll have a little rest, normally read my iPad, catch me emails, completely vacate the system. <laughs> I'm set for another 24 hours. Um, but then I just sat there, even though I didn't need to be sat there... Just getting this game downloaded, and of course, Sony Network is so slow at downloading. You couldn't anything. walk when you stood up. <laughs> all been there. It was your fault, though. It was completely yeah, well, your it's, fault. It's a good game. I had I borrowed it on card a little while ago, and it is it's a phenomenally good game. I like really, really good game because it is the console game. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's excellent. But you told me it was only eight quid, so I had to buy it. Which it was, and then, and then yeah. because you bought it, I then had to buy it as well because I was called out publicly on the internet. But it is brilliant the way it took because I'd never played it. I've never played it on a PlayStation. It took my stats from the 360 version yep. and brought all that over, and that's brilliant using my Origin that's account. Yeah. So that and when I loaded it up and saw straight away, I'm like 30 points behind you. You're the next person up on my list. I had to win one race to go above you on there, yeah. and obviously then I had to tell you it's yeah. important then, that you knew. I did. And I stayed on that toilet until I'd done one race and got back ahead of you again. <laughs> <laughs> and I haven't touched it since. But Well, I'm back ahead of you now, then. Yeah, you probably are. Uh, but it is, yeah, if, again, if, if it's, I think it's on offer for about another week. If you're listening, you've got a Vita. Sheepdog's uh, listening. Sheepdog's got a Vita. Get a copy of the most wanted. It's, it's 799 and haven't it's the best this? mobile racing game. I compared it, actually, because the other day I was playing Ridge Racer 3D on the 3DS. And I thought, if there's there's the big way to compare systems, really. You've got Ridge Racer 3D, which looks like a 
PlayStation 1 game. Then you've got a PS3 game in your hand and all the online features and all your stats brought across. And the cool thing about it is you're unlocking everything in this game again, but your points are added on to your other points. So in mm. theory, if you had three versions of this, you could storm the charts. I think this is how some people get such high scores, is they're just playing it across different things. Yeah. And I think there's a, a, an app, like an iOS app, that you can play on as well. That will also yeah, add- as soon as I turned the game on for the first time, I could go and do all the most wanted races, because I had yeah. enough points, they were all already unlocked. Yeah. The only sad thing is I just didn't have a car capable of doing half of them. No, I've like done the first stuff. couple. It throws trophies at you, though. It's probably because I've started with nearly a million points on there straight away. But yeah. I reckon I got about 15 or 20 trophies within half an hour of putting it on. It was brilliant. Yeah. It's 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 a, it's a great guess. So, yeah, I mean, I, I, I sat, I've written on my notes here. Bullied into buying one I was on time. Yeah, uh, right. Um, so two things I learned. One, the game's excellent. We've covered that. Uh, the second is I've got a, a, basically, I got a case from a Vita because I dropped it just before Christmas, and I nearly cried in the time it took for it to leave my hand and hit the floor because I thought, this is it, it's gone. There's no way that's going to survive being dropped from six foot up in the air. And uh, it survived fine. There was not a mark on it. But it what were then you doing me... with it six feet up in the air? I was holding it up in, against uh, up to take a photo. Okay. And it slipped out of my hand. So I was wearing gloves. And... Um, so, yeah, so I thought, oh, I'll go and get a case for it. If I get a case, if I drop it again, it'll give a bit of impact. I wanted one of those, like, kind of not rubberized ones, but a bit like a tough case for it. A bit like what Sheepdog would have on a phone, but not quite as ridiculous. A suitcase, then. Yeah. There is a word for it. <laughs> not quite suitcase that is what you're looking for. So this oh, is look just, after stuff. Basically, I wanted one that was made almost out of tire material. So if I dropped it, it would bounce down, and I could use it as a spare if needed. Bought one. Didn't really play on the Vita after that, because Christmas got in the way. And I was playing Super Hexagon and doing 24-hour podcasts and things. Picked it up, played a game. Oh, it's awful, playing with a case on the Vita. I've played it with a grip. That's lovely. Playing it with a case that's rubberized is awful. It feels horrible. It feels like, um, like if you imagine the doorbell rings and then you open it and there's a wonderful, like, really attractive woman sits there who says, go on, give us a grip. And all you've got on your hand are those riding gloves with all the bobbly plastic on or netball gloves. It's like that. That's the worst. There's such a thing as netball gloves. Yes. Yeah. I don't believe that's true. Yeah, there are. Do you, if you were a man, would you have said goalkeeper's gloves? <laughs> if, if I was a man. Yeah. I was a goalkeeper for four years, but I never wore gloves. That's still the worst analogy I've ever heard. A woman asks you to regret when you're wearing goalkeeper gloves. Well, right. I can't, I can't picture it. the scene, really. I want, I want to... Uh, when you hold the Vita, it's a quality... It, anything Sony feels like a bit of quality in your hand. That's what I'm trying to say. Mine just feels like this, a bit of plastic covered in stickers. Yeah, well, that's because you've ruined it. See, yours is like a beautiful woman comes up, but someone's wrapped her in, in like, tinfoil or something. Which is what I do to Mine everyone. Mine feels quite light, to be fair. <laughs> so, yeah, so this, is, so this case then, I immediately took off and threw in a bin. So if anybody can recommend a case that will protect it, but also still feels sleek and svelte and lovely. I think one made out of crystal or diamond. Or just one made out of a beautiful woman, maybe. <laughs> just murder someone and wrap her skin around a Vita. Maybe that's the solution to my woes. But um, but yeah, so that was that was a bit of an awkward one. Cause I, I, I want a case, but I don't want it to feel like there's an abomination in my hands, which is what it felt like. It felt like an Ouya controller. That's how bad it felt. Mm-hmm. But um, So then... Midweek, because obviously shops open again uh, all this week. Here we go, 20-minute advert time. No, no, no. Not what shop's shop. are you talking about? 
There's a shop. The shop. Oh, I, guess. Like I have two observations to make in a minute about your shop. Carry on, Bouncy. Right. So the entertainment center has now been open for just over a week and it's going very well. But I was given three days off on the rotor. I'm there for four days off for three, there for four off three on a, on a rolling rotor. Fine. Got three days off. I do a gaming podcast. I got three days off. The first time I've had more than a day off in a row since about probably August. Christmas, probably. This is, no, no. At Christmas, I was working all the time, um, apart from Christmas Day. And yes, yeah, so I just wanted, just wanted to just, just play some games. And then my housemate decides that's the three days she's going to get a builder to come in and convert the garage into a gym and an office. So at half past seven in the morning, Bounce his new bedroom. Half past seven in the morning, somebody's putting a sledgehammer through the wall downstairs to make a new door, and that continues until about eight o'clock at night. So my first day was just sitting upstairs, like a twelve-year-old in his bedroom, thinking, "I want to go down there and tell him to just shut up," but I won't. I'm just going to be passive-aggressive and sit up here and watch obnoxiously loud television. And so I ate an entire tub of uh, Cadbury's Heroes. And a pack of shortbread and a tube of Pringles that were left for my Christmas thing because I didn't even go into the kitchen. The next day, I thought, brilliant, he's done all the work. It'll be a nice, quiet day. I'll play some games. Half past seven, drilling and hammering. He's now putting wooden framing on all the walls to put plasterboard up before he skims it because it's better than treating the walls itself. Just put up some plasterboard instead. So I'm thinking, nah, I'll just go out for a walk. Went out for a walk, ended up at the shop for seven hours, unpaid work rather than go back to the hammering of the thing. Aren't you so, the manager? Can't you just fiddle the books so that it's paid work? Yeah, but I also then would be taking money out of the profits, wouldn't they? Not if you don't pay somebody else and say that you don't <laughs> ask him to be there, there's your only, manager. There's only, there's only three of us, and to be fair, I did get a free can of earned. remember, Sheepdog, they are pals. We are this pals. This is leading me on to my query, actually. You finished that well, story for a second, yeah. First yeah. off... Yep. You're in the paper an awful lot at the moment. It's four <laughs> articles, and it's the same article four times. They don't ever mention the podcast you're on, strangely. No. And they are always refer to you as two pals, um, and it's always the same story. So you wrote that article, didn't you, Bouncy? Who would have thought that that same story would be the same story? Like, instead of, when the papers come around, I'm like, yeah, we're opening a shop. I don't like him. So it comes out, two enemies open a shop. And the next paper comes <laughs> along, yeah, we're opening a shop. We're going to sell fish and chips. And, and we quite like each other, but we're indifferent. Two indifferent blokes. So, so you wrote the article, the didn't you? The point is... The story's going to be the same. Because it's but it's, the same it's word for word the same. It's not no, it's accurate. Not. It is. It's Mate, not. I looked at the pictures. I put them side by side. They've laid it out slightly differently. The paragraphing's different. But it always starts about how you were facing the doll queue. And That's the story, the, Steve. But they write it word for word the same. It might, is it the same news. paper four times? Have they just reprinted the story every day for a week? Um... Basically, two of them, the, the one that was on the internet is the same as the one that was in the paper today because they do a web version before they do the print version. Does their website look like a newspaper? Because I've seen you post four pictures going, we're in the paper again. And then probably I put the same story up twice as well just to get extra hits on it. You wrote it, it you were proud it. of it. And I didn't write was... it. I, I was interviewed by journalists each time. Um, did... Was it like a press conference like before the FA Cup final? It was more like a press conference outside a shamed MP's house. Bouncy, bouncy, bouncy. That's what they were. That's what <laughs> yeah. it was. I had loads of those like microphones with little squares around them yeah. with names of different channels, but all of them were just a local newspaper. And they were just like, Bouncy. Actually, very clear. Nathan, do you mind smiling when we take the photo? I go, I am smiling. I go, we can't tell. You've got a beard. 
And I went, well, how do I make it look like I smile? Do you want me to go and shave? He went, no, just show us all your teeth. I went, I'm not a shark. <laughs> That's not what I do. And so one of the photos, I'm just smiling through a beard. And the other photo, you, if you want to play spot the different sheep, dog, I'm smiling with teeth out. I'll have a look then. Did any stop. of these journalists say, uh, Bouncy, we've been doing some background research and we notice you are on an award-winning podcast. Tell us about that. And you just shunned them. Uh, no, one of them said, uh, what do you do outside of work? And I said, I do a, a very, very successful podcast with some friends of mine. And they said, do you mean Stuart, which is my co-manager, my pal? You said, no, he's my pal. I said friends. I said, yeah. And I said, no. But, um, um, but yeah, that's the thing. Last week I talked, didn't I, about the fact that in the newspaper story, they wrote friends in the story and that my manager said that was a bit of a push. When the headline came out with pals, as a headline, denoting there we are, the two of us. I just thought he's going to be shitting cornflakes at the minute. He's going to just be thinking, I don't even like him. He was just randomly picked. I didn't even know he was going to work there until the day we all started. It was hilarious. But um, no, it's all going. It's all going rather well. My second query on these stories, then. Yeah. Now I'm not a marketing guru. You're not. Right? Yeah, I know it surprises some of you to know that, but. Um, when advertising a new shop opening in an area, yep. is it a good idea to say, no, I know we're not Netflix, Love Film, Amazon Prime, <laughs> and just list everywhere else they can buy stuff without leaving their house, but you don't get the personal feel of all those from-home instant ones. You can walk to a shop and talk to us. Is that really a marketing Don't be afraid of the enemy. Embrace it. That you know just what? seems bizarre to me, just pointing out all the other places they can buy games the thing at. Is, we're not afraid of, of Love Bell on Netflix because we're better. We well, get films when they come out. We don't. You don't have to wait six months like you would with Netflix or Love Bell. Yeah, but Amazon's still there, which you mentioned in the article. I know you can just buy them off Amazon really quick, yeah. you know, delivered next day, but get them from us. It's personal. And I'm thinking, yeah, no. You know what, Steve? You know what? Like, if, if, I was, if I was to do those interviews again, I'd make an even bigger point of the rivals. <laughs> I just wondered. Just ultimately, the focus was... If we, we just sit there and go, we're going to open a shop because there's a real need for this shop. There's nowhere else to go. People go, well, let's go on the internet. Yeah. And if we say, well, you could go on the internet, but we're better than the internet, then people will go, oh, they're better than the internet. That's brave words coming out of his mouth. Yeah, yeah I suppose it's brave. Him. Look I at him. Man in black. Beardy black man. And also, you list love film knowing full well they don't exist anymore. Or I suppose they're films, actually, didn't they? They're called Amazon. They've renamed it Amazon. Love Film as a brand is disappearing, isn't it? Yeah. Slowly. But it's still there on the on the icon of the thing I use. And my money that comes out of my bank, because I, I am a member of Love Film. But here's the thing. Right? After that article um, went out, we had five people in an hour call up and went, um, we're with Love Film. Uh, can you, have you got this film? Have you got this film? This film? And I said, yeah. And they went, oh, we'll just cancel Love Film. So it worked. No, we called right. him out, and then people were like, well, he's right, you know, he's right. Love Film's not very personal. They just take my money, and they don't ever kiss me. And then he's going to go over there. Oh, you're my, not kissing the customers my again. My co-manager, right? Um, bear in mind, you know, I'm you now... You shut been, down four blockbusters with that kiss of death. I've now been, what, single for, like, properly single for about five months. The one day I wasn't at work, a woman comes in the shop, pulls my co-manager over the counter, gives him a massive kiss and hugs him, and goes, I'm so pleased you're back. I was like, whoa, what, am I, what was for me? Why were you taking that She'll one? She'll be back. She won't. She won't. 
Even if she'd been there, you'd have done some elaborate. I don't want his sloppy seconds. <laughs> come back in a month's time. I won't even Rose ask for your number hose, routine. Rose before Steve. Rose before But I'm just going to get, I just, uh, like our young lad, Jake, who I mentioned last week, uh, he has bucked his ideas up a little bit. Although I did leave the shop for half an hour. I came back. All he did is made three paper airplanes and coloured in a snowflake. But he's, he's getting there thoroughly. Um, but he's got a, a pervy old man, really old pervy man who, who wants him. So that's fine. He's been... There was a pervy old man who forced himself on me earlier. I'm sat there on the bus with my stuff on a chair next to me. He got on and went, oh, dear. And everyone around me went, what? He went, he's got his stuff on the seat. And I thought, yeah, but there's four seats behind you, mate. And he just made me move my stuff. And he sat down next to me far too close and just squashed me for like 25 minutes. I'm only going to deep in. I went, same here. And then about 20 minutes later, because I suppose I wasn't biting, I wasn't, you know, taking his bait, he moved to another seat. (laughs) <laughs> I just thought it was absolutely bizarre. But, yeah. but to be fair, Steve, he's mm. an old man and you left all your bags on a seat. Yeah, but I was sat like there. four seats back. He walked past seats to he come and sit next to, to me. sit next to someone for a conversation, he's a Steve. Weird old man. That's he's what public transport's about. If you don't want to have yeah. the social elbow rubbing of socialness, you ride a bike. Well, I, I felt really self-conscious when I was trying to do my tapped out because he was leaning over me <laughs> looking at what I was doing and I thought, I'm just tapping the screen. There's that woman and we were, we were playing DSs on the way back from Eurogamer and she was watching me when she sat next to me. I was pretending she was my wife as a little joke to myself. <laughs> you remember I don't her? remember what? that a bit at all. She came, she was sat next to me and, and we, were, we were talking and then she was watching my DS so I turned it and I was like talking to her a little bit about what I was on the DS. And then we were making jokes. And in my head, I was thinking she sat next to me. There was quite an empty carriage. She was sat next to me. He didn't move to sit next to her friend. Some people might think she's my girlfriend or wife. So in my head, I was You're like, yeah. And I'm going to act like she is now until she gets off or I get off. In my experience, um, old people always just go, is, is, he, is that thing there going to eat him? About whatever character you are in whatever game, they always just think all games are something avoiding being though. eaten. This is our job. We're, we're ambassadors for the gaming world. We have to share our passions with people. I just see somebody looking at my, my DS. Thing, I'll he go, was sat on my DS. I'll go, yeah, you see this? Wait this, for me to this try and a, get it from underneath. This it. is a game all about sexual proclivity. I was playing, that's another game I was playing, UTE, I think it was called. Little Flash game. It, it got uh, honourable mention at the Indie Gaming Awards. Let me yeah, see yeah, if he wants to play with me. me. Well, maybe he did, but, you know, yeah. Uh, UTE, uh, a game by Leah Schoenfelder. Um Basically, it's about a woman who's told by her nan to have sex as much as possible, because that's the key to a happy life. So it then becomes a bit like Pac-Man. You run around a maze, and you push space bar when you get near a man, and take him to a corner, and then you, you do the dirty. But if another man sees you with this man, you'll break both their hearts, and neither will ever want to talk to you again. And it's about the idea of um, kind of what it is to be sexually promiscuous and will it lead to happiness or not. And in my game, I ended up marrying Che Guevara. So I don't quite know. Whether what is this game? Oh, I just feel like I've slipped into a dream or something. Well, not a dream, a nightmare. What are you describing? What game? UTE or Ute. I think it's... Uh, How did a... we get from an old man trying to seduce you? You have this? slipped into a dream because while that was happening, I invented the double arm sling. Oh, it's just broken though. <laughs> Damn it. I thought you were trying to strangle yourself and garrote yourself from behind. No, I had both arms in a sling at the same time with only one blankie. I was impressed with myself for that. Well, well done. Well done. But no, that's just, it's just basically a game that um, if somebody was to watch, I could say, well, there's this game. This is what this is about. Some games have very good meanings and we need to share them with people. It's not just all guns and cars and, and helicopters. Sometimes it's 
sexual promiscuity or it might be the, what it is to be alone or it might be wandering around an empty house opening cupboards. It doesn't matter. But, you know, if somebody's next to go on a bus and they're slightly taking interest, oh, it's I to go the hell away. I was sat there going, thinking, I wonder if I can get man. away with writing a tweet saying some pervy old man's trying it on with me <laughs> and just see if he'll move if he sees me writing the tweet. But then I thought he might get upset. Well, you know, if he does, if you see him again, and he's obviously just a, a guy who's a bit lonely and, and wants a bit of company. I'm going to kick him off the bus if I see him again. I ain't letting him get on. Kick him off the bus? Yeah. That's such a, a meanie pal. He sat on my DS. My DS has it. been underneath an old it. man. I don't know. Yeah, why didn't you move it? I asked him to get off. I was like, you're sitting on my stuff there, mate. Get and off. he just stayed still. And I was just like, I tried yeah. pulling me. Yeah, why didn't you move it before you sat down? Well, I thought I had. That's the point. I thought I just moved it away. Where did we get these blankies from? What's the name of the site? Um, was it Game Keys Now or something like that? Can I thank Game Keys Now for, for the first time in two years of doing this show? And it is the two-year anniversary of doing this show this week. Um, but for the first time ever, I can see the computer, I can see the microphones, because there's no glare coming off the top of his head, because he's currently got a scarf wrapped round his head. I have. It's brilliant. I feel like I'm an assassin. That's not quite what I'd have said. I could cover my mouth up, maybe. Yeah, I found when I was wearing it, it's a good way to cover up the old double chin. It's not like a good one. I'd been tucking it into my top a little bit just to yeah. kind of get rid of the loose. You section. sort of stick it on like that, not my chin, and then wrap it round. You can't see the double chin then. Com- combine that with a beard, and no one would ever know you were a fat man. There Except you go. See, my stomach and. Yeah, but you'll get another blankie for that. Should we not give a any poncho. of these away? <laughs> just, and just, just cover ourselves in these. Cover ourselves in sheets. We'll be fine. Feels like a pillowcase. I like it. It's very comfortable. And mm. I was missing it when I noticed you wrapped Do you want one, yours. Bouncy? I do want one. Well, send us a picture of your current blankie. And if it's one of the top eight that we receive, we'll let you have one. That sounds like a deal. That's how I had it earlier. I like old man bait. Does it have to be a blankie or can it also be your current scarf if you don't have a blankie? Um, I'd prefer blankies. You haven't got any scarves, they're only blankies, Bouncy. You weren't listening, got, clearly. No, yeah, but I haven't got a blankie because my ex-wife won't let me have it. Show us an old duvet. You'll probably be one of the only eight people <laughs> that send a message. It'd be Wooster, yeah. Clarkie, and a few other people, probably. Okay, I'll send a picture of something that could be construed as a blankie. I've got a Ben 10 pillowcase. That'll do. Yeah. Just trying to decide it's appropriate to say something that my wife might hear and then disagree with. I'm not going to say it. Good. You got any more games, anyone, or shall I do some talking? Why don't you do some talking? This, uh, this is what people pay to Back hear. Here we go. I got some new games this week. You excited? Not really. Go on. Well, you already know it. One of them's Lego Marvel that you've already talked about, so you've stolen my thunder there. What are you thinking again. of it so far? Are you very I like it? it. I've done the first three or four missions. I think it's good. It would have been uh, would have been a bit better if I was playing it for free by borrowing it off of you. Mm. But bearing wait in mind, a week. I'd been waiting a week for the last month. Oh, you know this week goes on and on and on. Um, but I did what you lot told me to do last week. I think it cost thirty five pounds to buy it on PS4, and um, the three sixty version's gone straight back on Amazon for thirty two or thirty or something. So it's only cost a fiver. So that's all right. Um, and while I was on there, I finally took the plunge and bought Forza Five. Plunge. Yeah, you know. Bouncy can say it, I can say it. Um, I like Forza 5 a lot. Really, really good. I was put off buying it because of old Muggins here telling us it wasn't very good at Eurogamer. But um, I thought, it was, I really like it. And this driver tar thing, 
I think that needs to be in every racing game ever now because it's it just adds another layer of awesomeness to the single player that there's no AI cars dotting around the place. It is all the people off of my friends list and they're driving like nutcases. So they're driving away. Every game feels like a multiplayer game, but it's still able to have the difficulty settings on there. So it's, it's like I'm playing a game where it's a racing game where I'm not really bad at the multiplayer. So I'm pretending I'm playing it in multiplayer against these people um, but I'm still finishing the top three of most of the races. Um, Alan, who comes along to our events, old Thegmon on there, he is the most ridiculous Forza player in the history of the world. When we did it at MGPX, his lap time was about five seconds faster than everyone else's. I beat him every race now. <laughs> I'm pretending we're playing that in multiplayer. And it's it's such a clever feature. I really like it. But here's the thing. When I played it a year ago, I mean, you'd have thought that they had that running, wouldn't you? Yeah. Instead, all I got was balls of four. But it wouldn't have been... five written on it. Yeah, it wouldn't have had this... The thing that makes it so good, and what I, I don't think it was made re- very clear at the time, is it deliberately picks people from your own friends list. So yes, even if yeah, they yeah. had that running, it, w- it would have just been random names and it, yeah, it even, wouldn't have meant anything. The point is, when you have, if you haven't got a friends list, what it does is it picks drivers that complement and challenge your play style. Yeah. So, because there are people, obviously, that aren't going to have, like you are legions of people wanting to be friends with you yeah uh, so what it it's then a does, curse yeah what it then does is seize your gameplay and to make sure the game is consistently challenging say like you're quite an aggressive driver <laughs> yeah. the other drivers will become aggressive and that's that's a really we are all feature. smashing into each other constantly it yeah. feels like i'm playing multiplayer so you know i knew i knew the feature existed but the point was if you just t- if you take that out of the uh, out of the equation and you stand a foot away from the TV screen while playing it, it just falls a four. And there's ridiculous load times for a game. Oh, yeah, the load times are really long. It makes no sense because it's Bearing just... Bear in mind, it's installed track. to the hard drive. Yeah. It's sat there installing and doing a massive download, so there's no reason for the load times to be like that. No. It, all it seemed to me was they thought, well, we've got to have load times. What we'll do, we won't have like a loading bar. We'll just show a three-minute video of a car from different angles that's what people that like car games like. And I just, I just started thinking, I just, what was all this talk about get, getting straight into the game? That was what we were all promised. You get a game and you're straight in. This, it's like, oh, push a button, wait a few minutes. That's, like, that's not acceptable. That wasn't acceptable 10 years it ago. It is quite clever because it, um, it does the same thing that FIFA 14 did on the Xbox One as well, where while it's installing, it just, on FIFA, it just lets you play a match while it's installing. On this, it throws you into that first race while the game is still installing. So you're playing that first race. You can't do anything else. You just do this one race, and then it starts you off. Um, you don't get to see the menu for about the first half hour, 45 minutes of the game, because it's just taking you through different features and things. It's, it's basically as they're becoming installed, it sort of drip feeds bits to you. Um, I mean, it's good it does that, because the installation process takes forever, and I think it was something like an 8-gig patch that went onto it as mm. well. Because like so, Dead Rising had a 13 gig one this yeah. week. There's very little living on these discs. They just they just unlock codes. What can there possibly be in a 13 gigabyte patch? Hopefully they've made it so that the boss battles aren't so ridiculous. I'd love to well, carry on. I really enjoyed that game until I got yeah. to the boss. And Apparently, do it. from what I've read, no. <laughs> There's no improvement in performance either. So I can't see the point. It's really bizarre. Really bizarre, but yeah, no. Like I said, I mean, I did. I kind of, I, I've because I've played it with Driver Tiles since, 
and I was very impressed with the drive tile system. But the game itself is still just Forza 4. But Forza 4 was very good, so that's not a problem. Mm. But as I said, I wanted it to feel next-gen, and the next-gen feature is the drive tile system. You know? Brilliant. And without that, it just felt flat as a, an experience. When I'll I be able to do a little uh, Xbox One driving comparison next week as well with Need for Speed Rivals on the way. I'll be able to see how that compares against it. But I can't help but think I'm going to miss the fact that it's not going to have driver tire in it because it's so much fun. I want it. But you think. will be able to chase, like do police chases and things. Yeah. I don't really like police chases. What's wrong with you. Boring, isn't it? No, everybody likes police chases. Do you not watch, do you not used to watch World's Scariest Police Chases? No, I don't really that, watch anything. That slightly gingerhead American cop. Like, this driver 40 can flounce the law and drive across a busy interstate, but he didn't reckon on a lorry. They wouldn't call it lorry, would he? This truck. Uh, but there's one where a guy had stolen a tank. He was driving the wrong way down the road. And it was like, this is amazing. It was killing people. It was terrible. And he died at the end. But you see that kid who got run <laughs> over by a car twice and survived yeah they got up fine they ran over his head and he just stood up went and check if his nan was alright and they went to hospital and were discharged about an hour later nice phenomenal yeah that's that guy that person that ran him over needs to check his tyre pressure it's a runaway car yeah that's what I thought it's either tyre pressure or something like you must have they, they did that on Penn and Teller when Penn and Teller used to do their how magic tricks are done they wrote they ran him over with a lorry and what they did there is they had a lot of weight on one side of the vehicle and very low tyres on the other so it kind of counteracted it, so they just literally rolled over top of him. So maybe that was it. Maybe it was just a really fat It was a dog runaway car, apparently. Maybe it had a load of potatoes in the boot. Maybe. The trunk. Because it's American. Hmm. Which is in South America, I think, still. Ah, well. El yes. Trunco. Probably yams, then. In addition to those games, what I have spoke of, um, I've played a little bit more Luigi's Mansion 2. Um, liking that a lot. I think that's going to go on my four in February list. Um, but I do own this game, but I just keep looking at it and thinking it's not really a Mario game, is it? It's just nothing a, like a Mario game. Exactly. Forget so Mario exists. Just, what's the point? It's good. It's just a mansion ghost hunting game with Luigi plaster on it. it? You like Ghostbusters, don't you? Is it right? Is it a good game? Yes, I'll play it. I'm, it's I'm, a good game. I'm not writing it off. I sound like I'm being. Cynical. Have you not played the original? No. You should, because that's good as well. Um, but if you've got it, play it. It's a good game. It's just sat there on my desk at the moment. Play it. Play it now. Play it tonight. Before we're fed. Nah, I'm yeah. get there you go. If it's on a pile of shame, I'll play it in February. We've got that and tear away. We're building a list yeah. for you now. Um, I'm getting bored of Street Pass, everybody. Um, yeah, it's, it's had a good run with you, though, isn't it? Yeah. Um, I'm still doing the, the picture swap and I'm still doing the battle, but I'm, I've done 19 of the 20 countries now, so I'm just trying to get my army together to do the last one. Um, but the gardening one I've got a bit bored with. Um, I restarted the the quest one, which, I mean, that's probably more interesting than the other two. The, the two I don't like are the one where you're exploring the house and the one where you're um, doing the little shooty things. I don't want to be playing an actual game when I'm doing my street passes. I just want to be collecting stuff. I don't want to have mm. to then go and play a game as part of it as well. So I don't really like those two. You just treat it as a relaxed thing. I, I don't check mine that often. I'll just check it if I notice. I've been taking it out every time I go for a walk to my street pass zone. Yeah, I, I get 10 fresh ground, street passes you? every day. Um, so I've had, I must have added at least 150 street street passes to my DS this, know, this month. one person off 100 now. See, I've got nearly 400 now. Mm. Yeah, I'm not going to a Wi-Fi spot every day. Yeah. Perhaps I need to lay off for a little while. Um, 
the memory card came from Avita, my 64 gig memory card. Bearing in mind this was dispatched from Japan and only cost me 55 quid. I ordered it on Thursday night last week and it was here when I got home from work on Tuesday. Probably because it wasn't dispatched from Japan. It was probably dispatched from a person here. No, it had Japanese stuff all over it. Did it, it really? It came from Japan <laughs> in four sushi days. Sushi and Gonzalez yeah. toenail clippings. Exactly. <laughs> but um, Kaki all no, over the time. it showed Again, though, dispatched from Japanese, fair, right, in four days. Are you sure it wouldn't have just had that on because it was sent to a distributor over here in a big pile and it just started to address on the front? It, bearing in mind I had to put a uh, translate this website to be able to even get onto it. It's not even got a, an English version of the website without translating it. So it doesn't mean much, does it? It came from Japan. Um, yeah. If I had the envelope, I would throw it at you. Ah, it's cool shenanigans on that. Well, I, I can I can verify. I, I do this postcard thing where I get postcards from the other world, and I post one to China, and it took two days to get to China. There you wow. go. And it's, it's a memory card. It came in an envelope. It's not a big yeah. parcel. But I was just really impressed. Stuck it in. Downloaded every game I've ever bought on the Vita, so all the PlayStation Plus games, everything I've ever bought as a downloaded game as well. Still had 20 gigs of space left on my card. Nice. It's well brilliant. I've got five pages of Vita games that I can scroll through on there now. Anyone who is getting as frustrated as I was, was constantly having to delete games off your 8 gig card, just go and get one. It costs £15 more than the 32 gig ones cost on Amazon. I can't believe what a good deal it is. I put the link on um, on my Twitter a few times during the week. But for 55 quid, it's brilliant. Um, so I've been buying some more Vita games as well. Um, I got um, I mentioned last week that I got Bit Trip Runner 2, which I've been playing quite a lot of and is still splendid. Well, I'm getting a bit worried it's getting a bit hard. I was, I'm sort of toying with the idea of this being on my four, 4 in February, but I'm only on the second batch of levels and it's already getting a bit tricky. So I don't think I'm, I've got the, uh, don't think I've got the stones to make it to the end of this game. So I need an alternative. Um, one that came out this week, Ollie Ollie. I think that's how you say it. It's a little skateboarding game, 2D skateboarding yeah, game. Yeah, when you do a yeah. thing on a skateboard. It's oddly addictive. Um, it's, the, the controls are really simple. Um, it, you sort of side-scroll platformy type thing. You press X a couple of times to get your speed up, and then the tricks and everything are all done with the analog stick, and you hold that down, and then you're sort of jumping up onto... Um, stuff that you can grind on, so little fences and rails and stuff. And it's, I suppose it's a bit Trials Evolution-y in that you kind of, you have these preset little levels and you have to practice and do them a few times to figure out how to get through them. Um, bit of a cross between that and something like Cannabolt, where you're just trying to get as far as you can. Um, so it has a daily challenge on it where the idea is you just keep going for as far as you can without crashing or falling off. Um, which goes on to daily leaderboard, and then it's got loads of little levels set within it as well, which is sort of trial style, and I think it was a fiver. Um, there's a few, it's been mentioned a couple of times on the forum, that's where I noticed it. Um, and for a fiver, I'll have a little go. And that, the only thing it's missing, and I don't know if it's just missing because I haven't seen it yet, or if it's just not there, it doesn't seem to have a friends list leaderboard, which is a bit sad, because I would quite like to be able to compete with folk on this. It's a, it, it's crying out for a friends list leaderboard, because it's all about the high scores. But this daily online thing is pretty cool. You only get one go at that as well. That's the good thing about it. You're on the daily um, li- on the daily challenge. You can practice on it a few times, but when you're practicing, your scores don't count, mm. and then you have to decide. Right, this next go is the one that's going to count, and you only get that one go, and that's the score that gets posted to the leaderboard. So you, 
it's got a little bit of jeopardy in there as well, and I likes mm. it. Um, I also picked up Euphoria, which is um, it's just a weird little game. It's the sort of thing that just appears on the Vita, um, similar to something like Flow, maybe, um, where you just got these little asteroid-type things that have got little bugs floating around them, and you have to get your little bugs to go to the next one to pollinate that and grow a flower on it. And just It's one of these little games where you, you put your earphones in, nice bit of music playing, it's just a nice little relaxing, moving little things around the screen. Um, and then, for some reason, they started seeing this big battle appear on the screen, and they didn't know what was happening, so I wasn't really paying attention to reading the tutorial, and they just started fighting, and I turned it off, because I didn't want that from it. I wanted it to just be pretty and relaxing, and <laughs> a game I can play before I go to sleep. Uh, it spooked you into turning it off. Yeah, I'll go back to it at some point. Now, I've got, now I know to expect something different, but I thought it was just going to be a chill-out type game, um, and I was a little bit sad. I could tell you a little bit about that game. Go on, then. Um, it was originally called Dyson, and it's based on a, uh, on a hypothesis about a tree could grow on a comet. So the storyline is, is this tree on a comet? And it was the grey leaves, wasn't it, that attack you? Yeah. And there's a tree, basically, it goes a bit mad. And all those leaves become hostile. And that's where the threat comes from. So you've got defensive trees and flowers and bits and pieces. But yeah, it's really cool. I really like it. I think they did it in a humble bundle on Android um, a couple of years ago. I think I played it then on a tablet. Mm. And I uh, really liked it, but I didn't know it was on the Vita. So. Yeah, I think it, I think that's another one that came out recently on it. It's still showing. The reason I noticed it is because it was on the little, the little scrolly thing that goes around the top, showing you the mm. latest stuff. So it's obviously a newish one on the Vita. Um, and I thought again for a fiver, I'll give it a go. You didn't dip into the new uh, Final Fantasy how that's on there. Nope. I have re-downloaded Final Fantasy VII, so I'll start that again at some point and redo that first bit. I've done about five times now. It's a race to the end, shouldn't we? No. Oh, and I've also re-downloaded um, Everybody's Golf. Now I've got all this space, so I'll be able to start playing that again with people. That's not been on there for a couple of months because I've had to delete it to get all my other stuff on. So I shall, uh, I shall be accepting invites and Everybody's Golf again. Although, again, because I had to delete it, I've lost my save and I haven't got any of my clubs or my fancy balls. Oh, I miss my fancy balls. Right. This week, rather than doing a Raptor chart, I thought, as we all got our little Raptor 2013 review of the year things sent through this week, we could have a little talk about what's appearing on them. So what did we think when we saw them come through? What have we... In fact, let's go through them together. Total hours okay. tracked. How many did you get, Sheepdog? I'm uh, not happy with mine because it's wrong. What was the number? I'm not going to bother because it's... it's just wrong. everyone's no, is wrong honestly, tell me the number because it's got on here a load of games like um years of war he's so miserable isn't he? it's got an hour it's tracked for them and i know i've played them yeah, perhaps it wasn't connected the the to game. the internet it's a balls to it i'm not going it's just something like a hundred and something hours but if it's wrong for you nonsense. it's wrong for all yeah because mine only shows me he's playing two hours of grand theft auto 5 and i finished it so we all, it's wrong okay, for everyone. I was annoyed. I was really like, this makes me sound like an absolute No, it's wrong timer. for everyone. Mine was 574. I was 915. Oh, bounces see, a machine. I'm angry. That's annoying. Total games played. 43. Again, bullshit. 94. 154. You're a machine. And achievements earned. 219. 473. 679. There you go. What was your most played game? So I have Grand Theft Auto on it for 26 hours. 
which doesn't seem right either because I've jacked it in. But maybe uh, see, mine. Oh no, sorry, four hours I got of Grand Theft Auto Five. Um, and again, showing that it's not quite right. My two most played games were both Football Manager games. Um, 200 hours of Football Manager 2013. And apparently, bearing in mind I did 10 seasons, but I only played 99 hours of Football Manager 14, apparently. They're my two top games. What about you, Bouncy? Uh, well, the top game isn't me. It's my kids. They've played 196 hours of Minecraft, <laughs> which is phenomenal. Um, and I'm quite pleased with that. Uh, so my top game, I mean, obviously I play a bit of Minecraft, but not that much. Uh, my top game was Grand Theft Auto V at 60 hours, which when you consider I didn't get that until quite a little mm. while. You know, I got it re- released, didn't I? But didn't get around to playing it fully straight away. Um, it was quite quite weird on that. Interestingly, on mine, third place on mine was Sim City. I played 34 hours of Sim City, apparently. Apparently I played that for six hours. Seems like nonsense. Um, my be- most played console game was Forza Horizon at 28 hours, but to show how little of my console play it's tracked, and I think it does show that I played a lot of my console games this year in this room where the Xbox wasn't connected to the internet. So to get in my top five console games of the year, you only had to have done six hours. I did six hours of Devil May Cry, and that got into my top five on my console games. Everything else on my list um, is PC games. And I said on Twitter at the time, it sh- really shows how much this year I've lurched away from console towards PC and handheld stuff. Because I think that's where a lot of my achievements probably came from. Mm. Yeah. I mean, looking at mine, I've got kind of, you can see the games I actually wanted to play. So you've got Grand Theft Auto, Lego Lord of the Rings, Lego Marvel, Batman Arkham Origins, Lego Batman 2, and Left 4 Dead. And then beyond that, it's just 10 to 15 hours. Right way down. I haven't at like the bottom of my chart. The smallest gameplay time is nine hours, which was testament of Sherlock Holmes. So yeah, it's uh, it's interesting. I don't get how it's it's acknowledged that I played Catherine, but only put an hour down. I don't really get that. Didn't you play that on PS3? No, I don't know. Yeah, I think you did. I must have. So that must mean I turned it on on the Xbox or something like that. Or you declared it yeah. annually. Sonic CD I played on Steam and I completed it, so that's more than an hour's worth of game. I played that for like a whole evening. Yeah. So I think we've established yeah. Raptor doesn't track very well. So um, really, I am because last year mine was really low, and I thought, oh, I'm going to destroy that this year. And looking at it, I played twice as many hours last year. Apparently, what it does track accurately is the achievements. So if we all scroll mm. down a bit, the most completed bit. Um, what was your most completed game? Um, well, in fact, you've got your top three, haven't you? So what's your top three most completed games? What game's that? Thomas Was Alone is one of mine. What percentage did you get uh, on that? 86% complete, which again, I finished that game, so I don't know. Yeah, as in how many oh, achievements, achievements did you get? Yeah. Um, yeah, I think there was two I hadn't got. Uh, left The Walking Dead, sorry, episode one. So again, that seems odd. Do they mean the whole five or... I guess you perhaps did the episode separately, didn't you? Didn't you do one episode one on the Xbox? And yeah, then on Xbox. I thought you did the rest on PC. No, yeah. but when are you? No, I've, <laughs> I've played series two on PC, but I played the whole of the first series on PS3. And then Dante's Inferno is my third one, <laughs> which is really bizarre. God, what was your percentage on that? Uh, 50% that I got off that, yeah. the achievements in that. Um, yeah, mine, I had Walking Dead on there as well. I got 100% of the achievements on there. Again, um, I did. I got 100%. I think I, no, I think I got one missing on Walking Dead, thinking about it. Um, Forza Horizon, 60% of the achievements, and then 
Virtua Tennis 4 on the Vita, 59% of the achievements on that. So I played that to death over the summer. Um, but that that's probably the first year I've only 100% in one game. I used to get my 1,000 achievements all over the place, but to only do that on one game all year, um, and that be one that you just to finish it, you had to get them. It shows that I, it's, I'm playing so many more games now, I'm not getting a chance to finish them all. I bet Bounty's got like a million that you got 100%. Well, here's on. the thing, like, because like, I was doing my trying to get my average thing up. So I did 100% a few games, but I haven't got any tracked. And I'm wondering whether it only tracks from start to finish within a year. Because mm. a lot of the games I went back to. So, like, Lego Lord of the Rings, I'm pretty sure I've 100%ed, but it's saying I've only got 92%. So maybe I need to reconnect with that one. Um, Deadlight, uh, Dead I had 90%, and Wolf Among Us, uh, 86%. So, yeah, a bit, bit bizarre. I need to check the Lego Lord of the Rings. Hold on, before we get to that, your rarest achievement. Because oh. I'm quite proud of my rarest. Well, my rarest achievement, only 1.58% of Raptor users got. Has anyone got a rarer achievement? I haven't. No. no, but I swear my Steam tells me I've got a ridiculous achievement. My rare achievement is from Civilization Five, and it's Greed is Good. Have a city with the Colossus Petra, a caravanserie, and a harbour. There you go. 1.5%. 6.2% of people completed the game as Ramesses II. What's that, a civilization one as well? Yeah, 6.21%. But I swear I've got one, um, which I'm just trying to load up now, that one of my games achievements on Steam says that it's... What was your rarest one, Bouncy? Uh, kicking a rabbit into the TV screen and taking a photo of it on Raving Rabbits Alive and Kicking. <laughs> I remember you saying about that at the time. That's brilliant. Yeah. It's, uh, and it actually took a lot of skill to get it. But it was one of those that if you know how, if you know, if you try to do it, you will do it. So it's rare, I think, more because the game didn't sell very well as opposed to uh, anything else. A lot of kids would have played it, but that was ten about 10% of users got that. Um, but yeah, I, I still think I have rare achievements, but obviously systems are not saying i do so i'll go with that that's still fine it's still um, and then it's got the most played dates and days and stuff my most played month was november my most played day was november the 16th what on earth was going on in november mine was august and august 13th and then my most often it. day of the week is sunday mine's tuesday somehow <laughs> last year was wednesday apparently uh, that's just horse shit see. Yeah. my most played month was august uh, most played date was February the 28th and most day of the week was Sunday as well. Yeah, mine's been Sunday two years in a row as well, looking at this year on so your comparison. So mine, yeah. I think because I tend to do my rimming on a Sunday. Yeah, who doesn't rim on a Sunday? It's uncivilised exactly. not to. Yeah. Um, it looks like, actually looking at this, my total hours tracked has fallen. And it's, that's 635 the year before, so I've lost 75 hours of gaming. <laughs> I'm not that's happy. Depressing. Need to get that's that back. Depressing. I went from 300 to 130. I'm thinking <laughs> that's just not true. <laughs> I'm so frustrated. I'm so glad we didn't do this last year. Uh, My total um, hours tracked last year, or, or 2012, 1,298 such hours. such a loser. And I dropped to 915. That is so many hours. That is, What's you... that work, what does that work out as per day? 1,200 Too many. Hours. It's like three hours a day, isn't it? 365. It's about three, three hours yeah, a day. Yeah, three and a half hours a day. Yeah. I was saying to my wife, it seems weird. I've got the lowest number out of the three for games played, according to this, which I know is wrong anyway. Um, but if you count in the PS3 and 4 and 
the handhelds and whatnot, it, it goes above 52, which means I played one new game a week at least mm. for the year, which seems mental, really. But then you look at you two. Two years in a row, I've averaged a couple of new games a week. Yeah. And that sounds about insane. right. I can see where they come from as well. Mm. Humble Bundles ruin me. Yeah. And just picking up cheap stuff on Steam. I mean, the Steam sale, I must have bought 20 games during the Steam sale. Um, buying downloadable bits on the Vita and the 3DS. And I mean, I know it doesn't track the 3DS, but the Vita it does. And PlayStation Plus, obviously, that's, what, six new games a month right there. It doesn't track the Vita, then? It doesn't track PS... Yeah, well, it doesn't track hours, but it tracks achievements. So it knows when you've got achievements in something and when you started playing something. Um, So PlayStation Plus is responsible for, what, I don't know, 50 new games over the course of the year. So half of my new games played this year have been PlayStation Plus ones. And I should think most of the other half has been Humble Bundles and Steam sales. So I've not actually bought much in the way of big name games all year. There we go. Um, And also, just proof that Raptor itself is full of meatheads um, because most played game of the year, Call of Duty Black Ops 2. Isn't that frustrating? Just to look at that and just think, ugh. Most played day on Raptor overall is Saturday. Um, December 28th was the busiest day, apparently. Yeah. Everyone getting it for Christmas, isn't it? Mm. Um, <laughs> and I imagine all those people want to win one of these uh, Call of Duty blankies, don't they? So I imagine they should send us pictures of their existing blankie. Uh, well, by the way, do that on Twitter, at Podcast, And you too can have a stylish blankie like what me and him are modelling at the moment. So... Four in February. Are we committing to our four games now? What are we going for? Bouncy. What are you, what are you after? What are you for? I, can I go last? Oh, you monster. Are you still adding to your list? I've got the list. I've got, I've got a number of games on my list. Okay. And I want I've to save it to three. last. Okay. Go on then. What are your three at the moment? It's a tearaway. Yeah. What was the other one I said? Luigi's Mansion. Luigi's Mansion. GTA Five. Ah. FTL. <laughs> no, never. I can't. <laughs> and I a season to, of football manager. I got to the final boss again on that and just can't do it. I didn't bother mentioning it this week, but I keep getting to the final boss and I can't do it. It's impossible. People, have you seen on the forum where people are saying, I'm just going to do four seasons of football manager? I forgot that I counted a season of football manager as one of my four last year. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't think of a fourth top man. I'll try, I'll get a fourth for next week um, because I, I can't think what I've got in my pile that I started and haven't finished. Um, whereas two of those are ones I've already started and haven't finished. Um, right. Mm-hmm. I've got three of my four set, and I need Bouncy's advice about the fourth one, because I've got two options for the fourth one. But the, fir- the first three, um, Luigi's Mansion 2, XCOM. Um, I can't remember what the other one was. Ah, I've had a total... Oh, um, Lego Marvel. Um, and then for the, for, for the fourth one... Um, how hard does Bitrip Runner 2 get? Is it going to be too hard for me? It's going to get very hard. Yeah. Okay, then I'm going to drop that one and bring in Super Mario 3D World on the Wii U. And that'll be my four. That's cool. Um, well, I was going to do five because I thought five. I did. I managed to do I was the only one of us who managed their four last year. So All I right. picked Deadpool, Ooh. Call of Duty Ghosts. Mm. Obviously, that guy bought it for me. I really should have And you want a blankie? Yep. Uh, Saints Row 4, which is quite a big one, considering I've only played an hour of it. So that's I'm hoping that will kickstart me into playing games again, because I've got three days off a week, so I could probably All right, put sure. a good load in. <laughs> no, but I, this is the thing. For me, this isn't so much playing games I should have played. This is just playing games full stop. 
I need to get back into it. I need to. I've ruined myself a little bit, so let's get back in. Luigi's Mansion Two is on my list as well, so all three of us are playing that. Ooh. which will be interesting. Uh, and God of War HD because I've never finished any of the God of War games. Doesn't huh. isn't that two games though? God of War HD. Just, no, just that, the first oh, game. Just first one. Yeah, okay. just literally the first one. I've got one, two, three, and Ascension uh, that I own. I've never played any of them just, all the way through. Just play three. I think I started the first one of them because I'm the Olympian. I've got. The I started own. the first one, and my son was watching it with me because he likes Greek mythology, and it got to just after the ship had been attacked, and then he had like an orgy. And I was turning the TV off. And said, that's not appropriate. I thought this is all just going to be like Krakens and swords. And it seemed to be cracks and boobs. And I thought, I'm not having none of this. But then, so I picked my five. And then somebody on Twitter went, hey, Bouncer, you did five last year. You overachieved. (laughs) Five this year, that's not a challenge. Because you can do five. So I've put New Super Mario Brothers 2 on there. Mm -hmm. uh, Just because Sheepdog's finished and I haven't. And that's a bit of an issue. If I finish all of them... Well, all six I'm, of them. All six of them. I'm going to have a crack at FTL because I would love to be able to finish that. <laughs> just go, impossible, is it, Steve? I'll tell you what's impossible. Your face is impossible. Yeah. And just be able to do that because that would be it. But yeah, no, I'm not uh, good at games anyway, so I wouldn't feel that wouldn't remotely... <laughs> what if I did it? It wouldn't bother me. It would if I did it. it. You'd hate it, it if I did it. It, you wouldn't, it wouldn't bother you if he did it. You'd hate it. It just bothers me that I can't. I know that other people can do it. I yeah, but you know Clark I can't. Can hasn't he? Mm. Well, there was a weird face. He <laughs> just started dancing with I was his exercising mouth. my jaw. But, um, yeah, it's just bothering me that I can't do it. I know that the world has done it. Whole world, apart from you. Mm. Um, so, there are our lists. We will comment on those each week. But more important than any of that, I need the latest news on MGPXMMXIV. When I saw that, that's the name of it, I thought that has to stick. That's brilliant. <laughs> that is the most catchy name ever. MGPXMMXIV. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we've picked the place, haven't we? Is it secured? Simon hasn't told me. I'm pretty sure the tap's got locks on the door. No, I'm, <laughs> I might tweet him now and just say, because last we spoke, the tap was agreeing to let us have... Yeah, we're supposed to have given someone some money, because I haven't. Um, I'll tweet him now. I, I know last year I had to give people money, and I don't know if that has to happen again, or if yeah, it's free this year, um, on account of all the beer that will be consumed. They should give it us for free. The amount of beer and delicious Thai food that gets eaten when we're there. It's nice food, isn't it? Yeah. But, um, yeah, I mean, generally speaking, let's see if we can have it for that date. Um, Kev needs to set up the ticket page. Oh, yeah. Bouncy needs to start doing the ticket page at his job, apparently, according to Twitter. He's going to start selling tickets out the side of his yeah, shop. Does that yeah. mean we have to print some tickets out? Here's the thing. I wasn't the person that wrote that either. Huh, that, brilliant. That was, that was our young, young Jakey. He, uh, he messaged back and then rang me and went, I've just said we could sell tickets to the shop. We have got PayPal, haven't we? I went, it doesn't matter whether we've got PayPal. They have to buy them from the site, but we can go where it is. He's like, yeah, I'll be all right. What if we printed some out? I was like, there aren't any tickets, Jake. They're not real tickets. <laughs> we'll print hey, some tickets. And, I, and he said, well, I, I can make some. I was like, no, 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 it's fine. We'll just, we'll pro it. Dog, I'll sheepdog will make them. If you set a laptop worry. up on your uh, counter and then a picture of me so they know who I am, and you say, if you pay this amount, you'll If I put a picture in. of you on a laptop, they'll think, oh, God, who's been arrested this time? <laughs> but just no, have a picture like, of me and then a picture of a pint. Yeah, £25 for a pint with sheepdog. Everyone knows the drill. A bargain of the century, that is. Yeah. I'd I mean, like it to get to a point. talking about, though. 
they'd be interested £25 a glass of sheepdog yeah. that would be that would be the, the interest for them but don't forget also I'm doing the uh, the £10 bouncy beard um, so well, he'll rip a piece of his beard out for a 10 what of all if we're a pair of tweezers one single hair I did think what I might offer is that anybody goes higher than a tenner because what I don't want is people thinking I really want to take a bit of bouncer's beard off I'll limit myself to a tenner if you go for beer of a sheepdog you can have beer of a sheepdog and pull one out anyway. The hair will float in it if you want it. Can I do the thousand pound remove every hair of my body ticket? Some that I would do it to shave. You. I'm thinking, would I shave every hair in my body for a grand? I probably would. <laughs> no, <laughs> You'd look like such a freak. Surely that has to be the point. It can't mm, be you shave yourself. I don't think Anna would allow that. She doesn't I'm like me being it. naked in public. Yeah, I'd be naked. You could have, you could have a bikini on. Well, then I'm not going to get every hair removed, am I? Well, you could move it all to one side. Mm, Perhaps what you could do is um, get some... I think there needs to be a novelty oh. ticket for me, then we'll think of one. Yeah, what about a sponge on a stick covered in nair and just what? shove it down your pants? How about someone just gets a kick, you square in the bollocks? No. Oh. For two grand? Perhaps 500 quid, I'll um, acknowledge they exist. <laughs> Shake their hand or something. Yeah. Kev acknowledges you exist for 500 quid. That's like a good a ticket. That ticket would never sell in a million years, but that reminds it's worth me. Me. I just want to use this opportunity. Um, I can't remember who it was. This is an advert for shop. There was somebody who said that when he came to Euro uh, Game Expo last year, um, he stood next to me talking to me until I just wandered off and didn't, <laughs> <laughs> I didn't like, acknowledge his presence at all. And I really hope that's just a joke. Because if that was you, and I did do that, I'm really sorry. I genuinely didn't mean to just totally ignore someone. Fame's gone to his head, hasn't it? Oh, isn't it? If... And the first thing is, I knew who it was earlier, but I didn't put it on my show notes. And now I forgot who it is, which Brilliant. makes it even less This is why sincere. we need an Acknowledging People Exist ticket. <laughs> we do. I need what to... I'd really like to have is it gets so many people have a drink with sheepdog ticket that I've just sat at a bar for eight hours straight, just on a, on a um, what's it called, line production line just people queuing up five minutes drink next person drink next person drink. you're not going to make it to the live show are you? i have to do water no beer for sheepdog no i had water sometimes last year that's cheap or coke the only, the only way you can drink water sheepdog is if it's out of a dog bowl on your hands and knees <laughs> sometimes it's a new dog bowl like a brand new you can one have yeah, bowl. we'll get one we've we've sheepdog i won't do it hands and knees i'll just drink out of it like it's that's a, a good idea you can drink beer out of it as well that could be like a tanker you, for you. If, they must Sheep sell dogs, dog, um, bowl. dog bowl pint glasses or something like that, dog bowl mugs. No, just a dog bowl with your name on it. Surely that's enough. Yeah. That, that's amazing. Like sheepdog's dog bowl. That would be amazing. Looking it up now. There are dog bowl mugs. You're not having a mug. You, just right. a dog bowl and a collar and a lead. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not wearing a collar and a lead. I'm asking what kind of kinky nonsense is this? Uh, Look at me, both me and Kevin now. Googling personalised dog bowl. Personalised dog bowl. <laughs> oh, wow, there's loads. loads. i lap it up. And there's before one, I play is... a jingle... Oh, okay, we're still on this, good. <laughs> there's one which has got... It's a piece of wood with two uh, stainless steel dog bowls sunk in, so you could have non-alcoholic and alcoholic and switch between them. Yeah, when he tips either of them, they're both going in his face. <laughs> you can't tip them individually. That's he'll no have, use have, at all. You'll have to figure it out, won't he? Like when you put a rat in a maze. You'd need to, to have jellies in either side. One that says sheepdog by day, zombie slayer by night. That one's pretty appropriate, isn't <laughs> it? It's really? pretty accurate, that's... Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, yeah. Guess how many games are out this week? Um, Oli Oli? 7,000. Oli Oli's already out. That doesn't count. All right. Um, Blast him. Never Boy, heard of it. Uh, that's, that's out this week. Is that a real game or is that a pretend game? Byron, yeah, that, isn't it? The, yeah, Byron's game, isn't it? They Byron. Okay. It's pronounced Byron. Is it? Yeah. What, like, like uh, alone? Byron alone is lonely as a cloud. Have I got a free copy of this, if I'm acknowledging it exists? Um, I'm sure Rob will sort us out. If we cool. Need In that case, that's out. of a game on recently. Did he? What's that's that out on? That's out on Steam at the moment, and you can buy the source code as well. Um, I'd rather have it for free if it's all the same to everybody. It's 50% off. You get the game and the source code. So you I can mean then... that I can buy the source code and then release the game myself <laughs> with the well, colours you, you changed. Can, you can sort of, yeah, you can sort of do that to a point. Um, you could buy it and teach it in a computer it? science lesson. And yeah, yeah. Let your students deconstruct it. Oh, sound like something that'd be relevant to my life. Mm, I suppose not. <laughs> Bouncy. Yes, sir. News me. News you. Oh, well, last week, obviously, I was doing the news while trying to remember it while going forwards in time on the iPad. Uh, this week, I'm fully prepared with notes and everything. So we'll start off with the shock and horror that spread around the Internet this week when it was released that Microsoft had paid people to help promote the Xbox One. Yeah, this completely passed me by to the point where I didn't get it when I apparently the same day started praising Forza and various other things on Xbox and people kept asking me if I was being paid to say it. And I didn't understand why people yeah. were asking me. I mean, essentially, the story goes, if you were part of the, the, the machinima network of YouTubers and you complied and signed a contract, for every 3,000 hits your video got, you got something like $3 or something like that. It was, it was a huge amount of money, but that's what you got. And... That happens all the time in, in everything, in print media, in newspapers, everywhere. You know, you, you are companies need to advertise their products and sometimes you just need somebody to talk about it positively. And you'll sign a thing to say, look, yeah, we'll give you access to this. Just don't talk shit about it. If you, if you don't like it, just don't release the video. We'll do a deal. And yet, weirdly, this week, it was like... It was like the biggest issue in the world for some people. Oh, YouTube's got no integrity. These people are being paid to say nice things. I thought the issue was that um, Microsoft said to Machinima, I can't pronounce it. I I always say Machinima. um, Machinima. I thought they said to them, here's a pile of cash advertised the Xbox One. And then Machinima have said to people, right, I want you to do a YouTube video about it. It It's £3 a click. I thought that's how it worked. Like Xbox are giving them a pot of cash to say, right, fill your boots, advertisers, and that's what they'd chosen to do with it. Has this been Xbox set up the reviews, or was it, like I've just described, that well, they just said it is I mean, cash? for all intents and purposes, the contract was between the individual YouTuber and Microsoft. So I would assume that because you had to be part of that mash of a network, uh, they would have approached the network and said, would you be interested? And then they would have said yes, and then the individual YouTubers would have the choice of signing up for it. But it is optional. Now, as far as I can kind of filter, when you get rid of all the idiots who are just shouting for the sake of shouting because they're on the internet, they've got a keyboard and somebody might listen to them, you do get some people where they say, well, I wouldn't mind if people told me they'd been paid before they started praising a game. Again, that's the person, though. If someone gave us... Say that was one of us on YouTube doing that. 
and we chose not to tell people that. That's up to us, isn't it? Surely, and that's that's us whose integrity is bad. Exactly, exactly. It's nothing to do with Microsoft because a company paying somebody to promote their product—that's standard practice. We always say when we've been sent a review copy, don't we? It's just one of those things. So this comes through. Whenever I write a review, I say whether it was review code or I bought it, what system I was playing it on. Because, again, that's my transparency. I'm not going to sit there and lie. When people bought me, uh, when we had Grand Theft Auto, when I had Call of Duty, I immediately said, yeah, this was bought for me. This was, this was really generous. And didn't play Call of Duty. But <laughs> the point is, I think there is a... football shows our, uh, <laughs> our willingness to tell the <laughs> truth because they were really excited we were going to review that and then we slated it. Yeah, I mean, the, the concern I have is, is this going to have almost like an Operation U-Tree effect where now people are going to be judging every video that ever positively praises anything as, well, you obviously must have got paid to say that. Because at the end of the day, the contract wasn't, you have to say you like it even if you don't. It was, you aren't allowed to release a video saying you don't like it and still get your money. And that's fine contractually if you if those lords of football things came for contract saying that if you don't like it don't write anything we wouldn't have talked about it hmm. nobody would have heard how terrible that game was nobody would have heard the, the the pits of despair that you and kev went through um but that wasn't the deal the deal was here's some stuff to give away because ultimately they got some exposure and to be fair more people talked about it as a result of how yeah. bad it a was. load of people bought that in the steam sale over christmas just to have a chance to experience yeah. it it's hilarious yeah but, um, and so for a point, it got it got people working. So that for them, it still worked. Because if you've got a bad game, you can't really lose by having people talking about it. Because some people buy it ironically, won't they? And just go, oh, this is that terrible game. It's only a few quid. I'll, I'll take that. So with this, it's kind of the Xbox One and the games on the Xbox One do deserve praise. But it seems to have this kind of stigma of, well, it's the terrible console because Microsoft had these terrible ideas. It may not have been terrible, but they were bad publicly early on. They've changed that. Oh, it's still the bad system. You can't possibly like it unless you're being paid to like it. I think that's a bit I'm starting to really like it because the fact that it had the exclusives at launch is starting to shine through. Now I've played through all the stuff that was available on both, which I got on PS4 just because that's what everyone else has got. Now I'm going back through and getting the stuff I didn't get then, like Forza, like Rise is on the way as well. Dead Rising I'll go back to. I'm actually starting to drift back towards the Xbox One again now because the PlayStation, apart from PlayStation Plus, there's not anything there until March. I am uh, starting to get to the point where I know I'm getting the end of Lego Marvel. I'm playing Battlefield with the lads and that. I've got FIFA sat there, but I'm thinking uh, there's not really much to do. See, all of that you could have played on the Xbox. Exactly. And the Xbox has got the extra stuff. I haven't got anything really to do. I'm looking for stuff on my PC. I don't want anyone else's monocle to fall out like mine just did, but if you go onto Eurogamer.net at the moment, I think they've been paid to tell people that Super Mario Bros. 2 is out. For what? Mario Brothers 2. I think somebody's given them money to tell us that a game exists. When you click it, it goes to Nintendo eShop. I think they've been paid money for clicks. (laughs) Um, I don't want anyone else to feel like Nintendo and Eurogamer have been really, really dishonest, but I think money has changed hands. I'm just, you know, throwing it out there. Very shocking. That's it. So, I mean, ultimately, it's just a case of, I think it's weird that people ever assumed that everybody on YouTube was purely independent and have never sent a review copy of anything ever. Let's face it, we're only in it for the money. Yeah. All I seem to be getting is the promise of a second-hand scarf if I send a photo with a bed sheet. <laughs> <laughs> because you asked as well, do I not get one? <laughs> Shut up, Bouncy. Get back in your box. You got a portal turret at Christmas. What more do you want? Yeah, I didn't get a bloody portal turret. 
Only because nobody wanted it. I that gave it to him, and, and he went, oh, I'll give it to you, Bouncer. I thought, I'd have kept that. <laughs> <laughs> I'd have put it on my shelf. You didn't get one. Because they both came to me. I gave them to Kev, thinking he'd want them, and he bloody passed one on to you. Well, that's quite a nice thing for him to have done. I won't criticise him for it. Yeah, but you're thanking him for it. Bloody, you know. Thank thank you, Steve. I appreciate the fact that you thanked me. (laughs) Thank you, Steve, for for everything that you do that Kev steals from you. I appreciate it. But... I've got a big bag of scarves to give away if anyone wants them. <laughs> oh, it is a nightmare. This year, this uh, not this year, lately, everyone's thanking Kev for everything. So, someone apologised to me on the forum for thanking you for the Love Film stuff. And I just thought, too bloody right. To be fair, Kev's also the first person to get the criticism as well. Oh, yeah, big time. But so, he deserves yeah. that. Let, let him be the <laughs> all comes his way with good reason. Let I don't mind. I, I, I said to someone on, on the forum, I was like, I just sound like a spoiled twat all the time when I say that. You look like one as well. But um, no, I'm only messing. I don't, I don't really mean it. Well, talking about Xbox and PlayStation, uh, Tomb Raider Definitive is, is definitely going to be twice as good on the PlayStation 4. Isn't this uh, just hair? But only if you're a dickhead who cares about bullshit like, oh, well, it's, it's up in 60 frames a second and it's only on 30 frames a second on the Xbox One. Uh, oh, I hate that. Yes, but, uh, oh. um, my argument is... What were what was the what were the design developers working towards? What was their target? If it was they were aiming for sixty and the console couldn't do it, so they had to drop it down to thirty. Fair enough. That's you know the console's not got the infrastructure in, but it could also be developers haven't mastered that console yet. The uh, team is it Crystal Dynamics, isn't it? That made Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. Um, they aimed for a steady, consistent thirty frames a second on both consoles. The PS4 easily went beyond that. So it's not a case of the Xbox One being poorer, it's just the fact that the PS4's infrastructure was better early on and more you know, easier to work with. Which is fine, but of course now fanboys are going to be like, going, yeah, you bought it on the me. Xbox One. Yeah. You know how the internet goes through upgrades every sort of few years, so we're on like Web 4.0 or something now, I can't remember what I'm on, but I'd love an upgrade where I can never, ever, ever see a comment by an individual ever again no matter what site i'm on ever permanently because as a i was reading one of these as the man who runs a forum i just love to be able to block not on our forum it's on other on these articles where they'll say like i don't know so and so game is running at um so many frames per second on one console and the other and someone just goes oh my god i've just cancelled my xbox one pre-order i can't believe i've just read that i've just cancelled the order it's gone Throw it away. I'm gonna get. I'm just gonna go for the PS4 all the way. And you just think, if I had a gun right now, <laughs> it's just like it's, it's awful. I'd love to be able to just block those people so I don't have to know they exist because they're just disgusting human beings. Yeah, it, it it is terrible that people think that's the only thing that matters. My my argument is if the game's still playable, I don't care if it's 30 frames, 40 frames, 60 frames, whatever. A game has to be playable. I don't like it where a game runs at 60 frames a second, 90% of the time, and then you get into a big fight and it drops down to barely playable, juddery bullshit. Mm. You want right. a playable game, didn't you? Yeah, and if 30%, uh, that's still higher than standard film. Standard film's 24 frames a second, so it still <laughs> is better than film quality. I think TV's 30 as well. Um, that's fine. It doesn't need to be much more than that. You know, it's Then you're getting into smaller levels that you don't notice as much. And like I say it's that consistency and that solid build needs to be there. I know um, uh, Dead Rising 3 uh, got criticised for having good high frame count most of the time, but then 
boom, drops down during big boss fights and stuff like that. And people say, yeah, it was already clunky. Yeah, that's probably why I can't do the boss fights. Mm. Yeah. Things like that just, you know, they will not necessarily kill a game, but they do leave a sour taste in your face. But there we go. Anyway, at the moment, it just looks like Sony have built an easier machine to work with, which is good because the PS3 was a bitch to work with. So that's all good. And with Sony, uh, the Last of Us DLC is out on Valentine's Day. Are any of us going to be jumping on this? Yeah. Yeah. Um, Has any of us been tempted to buy the season pass to get all this lovely DLC? No. Because that would involve plugging my PS3 in. Yeah. Well, probably best you don't, because this is the only piece of single-player DLC they're going to do. Just the one. Just the one little piece. Won't bother then. Because the multiplayer was rubbish on this. Yeah. I played on it one afternoon. The the single-player DLC is going to be about £12. The season pass, I think, is about 15 So you're paying more just for multiplayer. Uh, They've released the opening sequence... Uh, like the little kind of intro film where um, it's not Jody. Oh, Christ, what's Ellie? Ellie's friend comes back. Uh, she's joined with the fireflies, and uh, you you walk out of a room, and that's the opening. So it doesn't really give too much away about what's going to happen next, but hopefully it's good. Um, I, I see. The thing is, if I was going to get Last of Us DLC, I would have loved to have seen something a bit bigger scale than two girls wandering around. See, I couldn't give a crap about the Fireflies. I'm kind of just like, meh. The story yeah. was brilliant, but the Firefly bit doesn't interest me at all. No. no. I mean, they, they've said this is all based basically when Ellie was getting military training. Mm. Um, and it's supposed to be a bit more fun and a bit more kind of jovial. But I don't want that either, because the, the strength of The Last of Us for me was how bleak it felt. and yeah, definitely. And, and the fact that you were trying to find something to have some hope about. And if the DLC, A, you already know what the end of the game is, so you know what everybody's going to end up doing, because it's a prequel to the game itself, so you know what's going to happen next. And B, all it really seems to do is just fleshing out a backstory it doesn't need to exist. From the point that Ellie comes into that game, that's all, she, all the introduction she needed. It was just, there she is, she's this kid, and we need to get her to here. She doesn't need anything else. There's no big kind of mystery there, is it? Because the, mm. sol- the main mystery about her is solved over the course of the storyline. So I'm still, I mean, I still want it. I still want to play it because I want a bit more of The Last of Us. But I just wish it was a bit more, a bit more something else. Like if it had been Joel and his brother when they fell out, you know, what was the events leading up to them splitting up or follow his brother when he first got to the hydroelectric, uh, yeah, hydroelectric I like dam. the start of the breakout and stuff like that. Yeah, just something, I mean, there's a possibility that, you know, obviously the, uh, the DLC Nation could Zero have flashbacks in it and stuff like that, but I don't know. I, I, I'm hesitant to get too excited because I was disappointed by uh, Burial at Sea Part 1, and now I'm thinking I'm going to be disappointed by this as well, and I don't want to be because Bioshock Infinite and Last of Us are two of my favourite games of last year. Mm. And I'd clamour for more, but just... Mm. I got a uh, breaking MGPX MMXIV news. Uh, Simon has just responded to say that the tap. No, we have definitely secured and booked that place. Um, he just he's trying to get a discount, but then we're paying to secure the date and sorted. So we can just go for it now. Kev can set up the ticket first. Excellent. We'll see. Get on there and buy tickets eventually. Yeah. So, what if while you're kind of buying your tickets, and you, you might sit there and think, "Oh, I've got some money in the bank, and I want to spend some more on the internet," 
Well, obviously, once you've you've shopped with Amazon um, via our affiliate links, or maybe made a donation, or set up a, a recurring donation to the site to help us keep cheap dog in dog bowls, you might want to pop over to Kickstarter and uh, have a look at To the Death, which I, I don't normally talk about Kickstarter things in the news that often. This one's really caught my attention, and uh, I don't even think Vimes has pointed this one out yet, which is quite unusual. Well, it's not on Kickstarter, then, is it? (laughs) Well, it is. It is. Uh, This is basically two warriors who uh, have got this, like, eternal grudge. So think, like, it's like Scorpion. Me and Kev. Yeah, it's you and Kev, and you've died. And in the hinterland between this world and the next, there's, like, this kind of limbo. And all you're doing is you're running towards Kev, right, like a, a... thousand miles an hour just because you want to kill him and he's running towards you at a thousand miles an hour and on the way there's all these enemies attacking you so you're fighting them while carrying forward at the same time so you're basically you're mixing streets of rage with our type because you're fighting people but you're also traveling through the sky like a gradius style kind of shining force style shooter and yeah it, it looks incredible and when you get cool to middle, it now. Yeah, and you can play it two-player, split-screen, where you and Kev literally would play a character each, and you'd, you'd see each other getting closer and closer, and then you fight to the death. And that's the storyline. It comes from the people that made... Well, they worked on Call of Duty and Titanfall, but obviously it's not a first-person shooter. It's only related to those games, but you just know that, like when we talk to Naveed, sometimes it's cool when somebody's worked on these massive, huge games, then wants to make something they want to make. And they've kind of... They've got a... A, a kind of a, a CV that will allow people to look at them and think, well, they've worked on these big games. They know how to make a game. And uh, yeah, it looks fantastic. It, it really does look good. It's cool seeing their stretch goals. They're saying that if they get to £750,000, they'll put it on PS4 and Vita. Yeah. And going on like that. Bigger and bigger it hits. Um, it, it's, it's, yeah, it, it's going to get there. I mean, there's no doubt about that. It's going to fly through. But um, if you, if you want to have a look, you want to be part of it and get yourself some cool stuff as well. Uh, there's no better way to support it than jumping on Kickstarter, and that's to the death. So go and have a look at it. Um, there is another Kickstarter game that's doing phenomenally, so well, actually, that it hit its target in less than a day, uh, which was remarkable when you think that how some games can really kind of falter for ages and then just tip over. Um, but yeah, it's a Czechoslovakian-made uh, game called Kingdom Come, uh, which sadly isn't a film about Stephen Fry wanking on Norfolk Broads, but uh, uh, it's a kind of medieval strategy game. That, Deliverance, Kingdom Come Deliverance. That's the one. Uh, yeah, it, it hit its goal of 300,000 in less than a day. Mm. Seems to have beaten out at 377,976. Yeah, well, if you, if you, if you see, I think what they did is they got one of their, you know, like obviously those rewards down the side that's what gets you your vote yeah. 600 you could have a real life sword handmade for you they're gonna like, regret stuff like that i was re- I've been reading about kickstarter and it's saying like don't pick really expensive stuff surely a handmade sword's gonna cost quite a bit isn't it okay sword for 600 quid that'd be cool wouldn't it i'm sure they've researched it enough to make a profit there it's yeah probably, it's probably made out probably made out of chocolate <laughs> It doesn't necessarily say it's made out of really good quality steel. It's probably just melted down cutlery or something. But I still think it's a nice, a, a cool idea to send what could be an illegal weapon in most countries. Just as, as a stretch goal, you may have to register with the police as a dangerous weapon. 
uh, unless it's just decorative. But yeah, so that's doing really well as well. So a bit of a resurgence on two titles. Now, Kev. Hello. You haven't got... I've, I've been around your house. I've noticed there's a gap under your television. Oh, yeah? yeah what you Tiny little gap. No, no, no. It's just... I saw a little spot on the left-hand side where you could probably just fit something. Uh, have you got Apple TV at all? No, I've got you a... Sh- um, I've got an equivalent. Yeah, you see, see, the next Apple TV could be the big thing for you because the rumours are suggesting at the moment that it's going to allow you to play your apps on your TV Ooh. using a Bluetooth controller. Ooh. And if you've already bought the games, you can just play them on your telly. And with Apple TV costing about 80 quid, that could be a very big player. in. Time to get XCOM on my phone then. (laughs) Definitely, definitely. Um, So yeah, so obviously at the moment nothing's been announced, but uh, Tim Cook, uh, obviously the CEO of Apple, was saying that they really, they they look at TV and they think TV, TV these days looks dated compared to every other bit of technology. So Apple are going to make their own television, but they also, the next Apple TV should allow you to play your iOS games. Oh, I'm going to have to buy a new iPad as well, aren't I? Well, not necessarily, because if you can I'm use... I'm going it, to have to buy a new iPad, aren't I? Yes, you are, you are. Oh, See, I'm not so. on the toilet. I'm not as easily persuaded on the, well, not on yeah. the toilet. Um, but yeah, so that could be very interesting, especially with the Steam box, because obviously... The two big cost-effective markets are Steam and iOS stores and Android stores. Well, obviously, the Game Stick has a similar kind of concept, really. You can play your, your Google Play account games on your TV, but they're not the same level of game as you would get on iOS, necessarily. And uh, with a proper controller and everything else, it could be very interesting to see a, a lower-end scale of the market that can genuinely compete. So I hope, genuinely hope that comes true, because I'd love one of them be able to play uh Simpsons tapped out on the telly using oh, a controller it'd be amazing it'd or be awful. even better be able to just tap on my ipad but have it up on the big screen just there or you might even just be able to play a proper game on there like i mean there's fifa and stuff on ios there are there are yeah definitely but i just which is I'm, free imagine imagine stuff. that free version of fifa you can get on ios but just being able to play it on the telly with a controller yeah. revolutionize the world is it that's it. So that's that's potential. But we'll keep an eye we'll on that. We'll make it happen. Objection. What is he saying? Not All really. Right. I'm not objecting. Uh, Phoenix Wright is getting a 3DS trilogy edition released in Japan. Uh, is he, is... Have you played any of these? I've reviewed. No. We're grown ups, but not so grown up. We're old people. Well, yeah, but these are murder mystery games. They're exactly. Not games. Yeah. Yawn. For middle-aged women. You'd really like them, Kev. You'd really like them. Would I? Yeah, I think you would. If it comes out, I'll buy you both the 3DS release when it comes out. Just if you you will buy it, if you'll play it, I will buy you the edition. It's it's good because they're they're fun little games and I would quite like to play them. I've I've played them on the Game Boy Advance. I played a couple, I'm sure I did. And the DS, and to have a trilogy on the 3DS in Japan, it's coming out for about 23 quid. So it'd be budget title over here, but it is sadly region locked. So unless you've got one of those illegal devices that unblocks regions on your console, um, probably have to wait or import a Japanese 3DS. Up to you. I think depending on how the Phoenix Wright versus Professor Layton goes when it comes out later this year, that will depend on whether it gets brought out over here. But it does have English language on there, so they've not got to translate it. They've just got to release it. So fingers crossed. 
they'll get through. And then I can be shouting objection on the bus into the microphone, and that'd be awesome. Um, obviously, Steve mentioned earlier, ruining the next piece about Final Fantasy <laughs> games being up to 50% off on the PlayStation ruined Store. It. It's ruined it. It's a reminder, though. Ruined it. I was tempted to get it. Final Fantasy VI, and then thought, no, I'll never play it. Yeah, there's, there's a lot on there. I mean, it, the, the big one on there really is if you were tempted to try uh, Final Fantasy XIV uh, Realm Reborn, that's on offer at the moment. You can get the limited version of that as well for about 17 quid. So if you have listened to Anna and Sheepdog talking about it, particularly Anna... I've not played it, so why would I have spoken about 14? Talked about it, though, between two of you. Oh, yeah. It's not really been much of a conversation between Kevin and Anna other than, you've been on it all day! Exactly. Yeah, just, just, just using a machine to grind. I imagine yeah, Anderson all right. <laughs> so, um, yeah, it's all right. Um, so, yeah, so that's that. If you want to try it yourself, now's the best time to get in because you can do it. And uh, if you need some extra playtime, you can buy that playtime from the entertainment centre, I hear. Um, right, uh, Nintendo. Sheepdog, last week you said you think Nintendo are working on a new console, didn't you? I did. You they? said that, uh, well, there's a rumour kicking about at the moment that they're making a new DS and a new console, which would run 3DS games and Wii U games. So you're looking at possibly like a slimline version of either, which wouldn't be necessarily ridiculous, but uh, the code names for them are apparently the Fusion DS and the Fusion Terminal, which is stupid. Uh, <laughs> you have to brought that up on uh, <laughs> complex.com. Yeah, there's, there's, I mean, they're kind of looking at it, the DS looks like it's gone back to a hinge device, uh, touchscreen looks as normal, uh, memory looks pretty reasonable. Two motorized circle pads with haptic feedback, which suggests they're building in the second thumb pad. I mean, obviously, this is all pure rumor. It could just be somebody with a bit too much time in his hands wanted to get a bit of internet fame. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> it's on there. Uh, so yeah, two two circle pads, which would be good because the you wouldn't need to buy that giant, great big thing to stick on the side of your thing to play it. Uh, and the Fusion Terminal, which would be the next Wii console. Uh, again, looks pretty solid. But here comes the big bit that's interesting. Four custom stream interface nodes for up to four Wii U gamepads. Now, Nintendo said they uh, they intended at some point to potentially have more than one gamepad on a console, but at launch it would just be the one. Uh, if that game to be true, that might also address one of the big criticisms of the Wii U, is that only one person gets that pad. So... We'll have to wait and see with that. But if that comes true, Steve, you told that you said that before it broke as a story. Mm. So you are officially a sage man, sage um, and onion. Someone say, sage yeah, and onion. Yeah, yeah. Many times. And um, and finally, hey, here uh, we go. a solution to the uh, Sony drought has been created by a load of fans of Sony who were oh, so fed up game not having suck. any new games. They've, um, what they've done is, you know, you can browse the web, can't you, on your PS4? And if you go to certain websites, certain little uh, flash games, oh, not flash games, but HTML5 games will work using the DualShock controller. As what they've done is they've created a website that collects all of them together. You just place a few mini games. So cut the ropes on there. Um, Plants and Zombies is on there. You've got 1945. You've got uh, Pac-Man or Giant, the biggest pack, world's biggest Pac-Man thing. Onslaught Defense. You've got uh, Tiberium Alliances, Command and Conquer. You can play that through your PS4. All sorts of little, little bits and pieces that maybe if you are wanting something a bit different, you know, 
then you could, couldn't you? Before, so it's Sony fied, as in fied, F I E D, not something else. <laughs> <laughs> what other way could there possibly be? Well, F I D E, couldn't you? Don't sleep, bouncing. Hmm. Yeah. But anyway, so that's on there. So if you, yeah, like I say, you point your browser at that on your console, you've got some extra games that you don't have to pay for, and you can play solitaire. Ooh. So, what? Just remembered um, having a go at you the other week because you were wasting loads of my money on Tapped Out by me never winning the dog race. Right. Finally, bloody won it. 200 grand. Sorted. I, I re- well, see, I pretend I didn't know there, but when I you told to me, you, I? I sent a little message back and I just went, Woo! Oh, yeah, I remember <laughs> now. You replied lightning quick as well. You Every time I sent the message, you'd replied before I put the phone down. But, yeah, um, yeah so everyone listening, again, ba- I said it last week, I said it again, Bouncing is not full of it. He knows what he's saying. The man is right. I am saying. Sometimes, sometimes. But, yeah, it's, it happens. It happens. I've now won it three times, so I've now moved to four down, which is a slightly higher return, because I don't need the money as desperately now. Oh, that's me going there on. Go. I was going to say, there is, there is there's the dog race. <laughs> Did you know you can follow us on Twitter at MGUK Podcast, or you can follow me at Lelujo. And I'm at RB6K, but you can't follow me if you are at my work. And I'm at Bounce of an HR Second B. And I actively encourage you to follow me if you've ever been into my shop uh, and just say creepy things about what I was wearing or saying that day because it's happened twice this week and it freaks me out so much. If you much. do go into Bounce's work, can you tell him you like me more than him? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> It'll make yeah, his day. Um, you can you also like find us on Facebook by looking for fa- looking at facebook.com slash podcast. Or we've got a, uh, an internet website, um, which is available at maturegamepodcast.com. What does it do? Uh, I don't know. We don't really get involved in that kind of thing. The nerds handle that for us. It's got articles and a We've forum, got a bunch of dweebs who make the website work. and we, yeah. we very much appreciate the many, many hours of effort and whatnot they put into it. The team. The guys at the office, as we call the them, are trying to get stuff from yeah. the uh, gadget show vendors. Nerds. Bouncy's not saying anything because he knows he's a nerd. Feeling bad. He doesn't talk in this, but he goes quiet so they forget he's there. And then he goes, bye, at the end. It's all it's all part of his, you know, plan. Plan? Yeah, he should do it every week. <laughs> oh, you talk. I, what, if, 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 if there's a bit of it I could jump on and go, all right, well, you know, if you wanted to review all the shows, you know, jump onto iTunes and uh, type in a check out or bring up all of the shows that we do, and you can just drop a, a five-star review on there. Uh, not a one-star review, that's not how it works. I think that's what we have to say, isn't it? And then no, you, you say something along the lines of reviewers first, and then work your way down bits, PCs, and then to night shift if you've still got the time, um, and you know, you've still got a finger left. Review them, because they're very good. They've, they've had some good guests on recently, um, including the mate of Blastum. So, if you want to have a go back and listen to that, it's, it's a good listen, and then give them a review, because, you know, everyone likes a good review. It's our two-year birthday, so if you want to, if you've never reviewed us before, and you just want to say happy birthday, you're two. Give us a five-star review. So it weren't good enough, was it? I tried. You still had to add a bit on. Seeing that scarf around your neck, the way you're wearing it now, just makes me want to punch you in the face. It's comfortable, isn't it? I can't see that it is. It is. Keep me warm. You look like you're wearing one of those ruffle neck t-shirts that <laughs> you know stupid like? when, youngsters when you wear. Send me the pictures of you wearing them. 
Yeah, you looked a bit like Nathan Drake in um, Uncharted oh, I get that 3. all the time. No, 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 just the scarf, not you. The rest mm. of you look like Earthworm Jim. Nice. <laughs> I'll take that as a compliment, because I'm sure that's how it was intended. See you next week, boys and girls. Have a good week. Remember, true viewers. Bye. Bye.